Canada. Oh. Uh oh, there it is. Guys, make sure you watch your fucking mouth while you're being recorded. Honestly, (laughs) I I just uh I I went ahead and started it. So um you know, might as well just kind of go kind of go straight in instead of doing uh what I what I need to do is Mike told me I need to actually like get a like an introduction, like a formal introduction with music and stuff. Um, did you guys listen to the episode where I let in with the rap horn? I did, yeah. I did, yes. I did not. Yeah. So I it's got to be incorporated at some point in the intro. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, or yeah. just whenever. Gotcha. Um, yeah, dude. So what's up? How so you doing? Walkout songs? We're doing walkout songs now? <laughs> I, mean, uh, Riley, I think you got to like start with some kind of introduction. Okay. Uh, well, I was going to. So I was. You don't want to just go into this thing cold turkey, like, you know. Well, no, what I was going to do is I'm going to make another clip before and record it and explain who you all are. Like, yeah, like this episode, Uh, we have Jordan, Jacob, and uh, not affiliated. What's your name? With the Jersey Guidos. Not affiliated with the Jersey Guidos. Kind of explain The Jersey Shore Guidos. Yeah. Apparently, I got to change that. I mean, Mike, we got to start this off just like we do any of our sports conversations. No intro, cold turkey, no lube, just like right into it. <laughs> like we're, we're going to totally ramrod this thing, like, you know, full on, full penetration. with Like no a bunch life. of like a bunch of first timers. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do think we should have a walkout song. It should be I Just Had Sex by Lonely Island. There we Hold go. On. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we just we let that we, we get that start to start playing just the chorus and then we just come in right after the chorus. Beautiful. That'd be great. But I mean, we would all be lying. So, <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, speak big. for yourself there, Mike. I live with a girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, all right. that's like a Stu <laughs> Finer. Like, all right. Stu Finer posted on one of his during one of the games, one of the ones where they weren't at Borelli's. And he was like, yeah, he was like, uh, he's like, real men, uh, fuck in between periods. And like, just had like one of those like selfies of, of him on there. <laughs> Stu is Stu is a character, that's for sure. Have I mean, you watched? For him. Have you guys watched any of those uh, the streams they do at Borelli's? No, oh, yeah. it seems like way too long to watch. I've seen the clip, but I'm not watching the whole thing. Dude, yeah, sometimes like the clips are funny, and sometimes I've gone on there and just like because the when you watch the stream, it's a little bit behind the game, so you see Islanders score score a goal, and then you're watching there like the the play developed as they're watching, and they get all fired up. Well, depending on how drunk we get, we might need a sub five second delay here too. Yeah, you know that's. I mean, that's when you go on there with the option. It says, "Hey, is there explicit content?" And I just automatically hit that. So there's no, like, and I don't know how that works. Like, if there's like a, I'm assuming, I'm assuming that if somebody were a file complaint and I didn't say that, oh, there was explicit content, then it could get removed or whatnot. I think honestly, it just puts the e next to the title. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because. I'm a kind of a badass. I can't really be, uh, you know, controlled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We know. We, Mike, we're well aware. Um, anybody have anything they want to? I, I guess like, I think it was Jacob that asked what our topics were. Realistically, whatever. Oh, I, I, I thought after the other day when you know we were talking about college football expansion, and then two days later they announced that hey they're going to 12 teams. I thought it'd be good to come on here and just record. Uh, what, I got a question first though. What's uh, up? What do we have for sponsors? We need like product placement or anything, or what, what are you doing here? Oh, uh, we're not thinking you're drinking yet. a regular Coors. Is bothering get, me. I mean, if no, 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 no. It's out. a it's a Coors banquet. Oh, he went only only classy shit here, banquet. man. Oh, let me only go get my highlights in here. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm drinking water, so I'm pretty unoriginal right now. I've this got Caramana tequila. I'll probably switch to a beer after this, but yeah, this I is one of my last dicks. summer shandies for a while. Mm. With with so you just say you got your crab sucked at dirty dicks. <laughs> my crabs are dirty dicks. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I got the official koozie of Jordan Franks here. That was funny as hell. I'm like, of course it's the fucking Kyle Bush. I said, do yeah. not buy Kyle Bush. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go get a Kyle Bush koozie. Yeah, you, you'll do you'll do weird things when you get shit face at a race in the middle of middle of bumfuck Virginia and the race gets delayed. It's pouring rain at 11:30 on a Friday. You'll you'll do some Look, crazy things. The simple right. fact that I got two people in this chat to go to an NASCAR race is gold to me. That's all that oh, matters. Yeah, yeah hey, I, I, I just wasn't available. I didn't know you guys were going. Hey, I was I was so far out of my element that I didn't even know what was going on half the time I was at the NASCAR race. Mike, look at me. <laughs> that's all. That's all I gotta say. Look at me. Do I look <laughs> like I should be a fucking NASCAR fan? No. I mean, I'm not affiliated with the Jersey Shore Guidos, so I guess I really can't claim them. But uh, you should be a but, Truex fan. He's from Jersey. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, I didn't even know who was in first half the time. So, whatever. The car that's in front of all the others. They that's were all the problem. There was no car in front of all the others. There was like 2,000 cars all going around the track in the same direction, and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> it's a fucking circle. <laughs> <laughs> left it's turn, an oval, left get turn, it right. left turn. They did, they did really good at their left turns. So what's he going to do here? He's turning again. <laughs> who, who won that race that y'all went to? Martin Truex, Martin Truex Jr. Jr. Okay. So Martin Truex Jr. Is there a Martin Truex that was a better racer before him or no? No, he did not have a – I mean, I don't know if his dad raced at all, but he was not a cup driver. He no, actually no. – There's a, a few sons. The local putt-putt track. Easy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Um, Fuck you, Boba shit. Oh yeah, who's who are the Yankees playing tonight? Blue Jays. The Blue Jays. And then uh, what's the Islanders game starts in what an hour or so? Eight o'clock. Yeah. Late start. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to see the Islanders go all the way just for the Borelli screw. That's. I it. mean, I'm. I think I'm obligated to root for the team from New York, but honestly, I'm really not feeling the Islanders. But you're a Rangers fan. Though. I don't know. Though. There's two teams from New York, though, so it'd be like it'd be like saying that because you're an Islanders fan, you're obligated to get to root for the Mets, like. You can make your choice. It doesn't have to be the Islanders. You can pick the Rangers. I mean, I do pick the Rangers, but they're not in the Rangers. You can't pick the Islanders. Yeah. I mean, that's like like picking the Yankees and cheering for the Mets. It doesn't work. That doesn't, no, it doesn't work. I was kind of in a dilemma last year because, you know, obviously Tampa being in the cup, I was like, well, I am from Florida. But when I was in Florida, I was more of a Panthers fan because they were $20 tickets and I could park for free. So it's like, you know what? Fuck the Lightning. Like, so, so basically, my what you're telling me is that you picked your team because you're cheap. Oh, well, 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 well. Mikey. Wherever you can, wherever you can afford tickets. Okay, and on top of that, the Panthers were only an hour, hour fifteen tops from my house, where Tampa was two hours right downtown. So, like, just easier access, you know. And then I just never, I could never get myself to pull for any Tampa team. Like, fuck. Hey, do yourself a favor and go with that excuse. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, accessibility is everything. I really started going to a bunch of Canes fans when I could get tickets for $2. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, hope, hopefully, hopefully those days. Are I always watched them on TV, but once you get tickets for two dollars, I was going to like twenty games a year. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, it would be a random Tuesday, and Jeremy and I would be sitting at the house doing nothing, being like, "Are the Panthers home tonight? Let's go." Hop yeah, no, I'd show up right like, at game time. Do that with my brother. I'd get home. It'd be five o'clock. Game starts at seven. I'd be like, "Yo, Zach, what, what are you doing tonight? You want to go to you want to go to the Hurricanes game? I can get tickets right now. It costs four dollars." <laughs> Damn. Does does Carter Finley still charge twenty for parking? Well, right now they're uh, parking they're free doing. because of everything. So oh, really? you really, yeah. When uh, Ashley and I, when we the two games we went to, parking was free. Oh um, damn! Okay. Yeah, so that, I guess they're doing free parking because of COVID, and they did the same thing at the Bulls game with Mike and I. Um, okay. No, that guy just forgot to take our money. Well, yeah, we'll go with that story because that was pretty funny. I tried to hand him $7 to pay for parking, and he just looked at me and said, no, you're good. So, whatever. <laughs> nice. Well, that, that reminds the one time Jacob and I, we went to the uh, Hurricanes game. It was like two, two or three days before Christmas. And, like, the lot – basically, we got there like an hour before the lots opened. And I remember that the fucking – like, they had the, the cones up, like, do not park here. We just moved the cones and then went and parked. And the dude yeah. who takes his money just like walked up whenever he showed up. I think lot game started at seven, so lots open at four. We got there like three, and the dude just walked up. It was like, hey, you got twenty bucks, and so like, you know, at that at that point, like we couldn't get out of it. But yeah, right no, now I'm picturing the two of you sitting on your Yeti, drinking beer at three o'clock in the afternoon when there's no one else around. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, was that how it happened? I mean, well, actually, so it was funny because that was the day I met T Swift. And T Swift saw the Miggy in the Miggy sticker and the other Tiger sticker on my cooler. It was like, holy shit, a fucking Tigers fan here in Raleigh. And like, you know, him and I were just talking. Well, no, because I did I had the TV and every and everything. And I mean, there were a couple of us out there. It was Jacob, T Swift, uh, Aaron, um, Aaron Norris, and I think somebody else. And then there were a couple other people that showed up shortly after we got there. So that was the day uh, Brett Smith got kicked out of uh, Milk Bar that night. Shit, ma. Yeah. Right, so when these other two get back, we got to have this college football discussion. Yeah, no, that's why I, uh, I brought I, – I thought it would be a good time. I wanted to get it – I don't know exactly what the next two weeks is going to look like for me. Um, I mean, I know I'm going to fly out Saturday, and then once I get there with the – with the time frame and stuff. I don't know, like the time difference. Like I was like, Hey, might as well get this one in. And then yeah. once I get over there, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll figure things out. I had to go buy a new uh, carry on back today though. Cause I'm a dipshit and like packed my other carry on bag when I got all my stuff shipped out of Raleigh. So. where did you put it? I just I I for I just wasn't fucking thinking straight. I just packed it like I filled it up with clothes, and when they came to pick up all my baggage, I just you know all my household goods. I just sent it with that because I thought I would just be able to fit it all. In really? bag. What? Uh, what are you going to Raleigh? What's up? I'll probably be there next weekend. I didn't realize you weren't. Um, wait, Riley, oh, when are you going to Raleigh? Yeah. Oh no, I'm still I'm still in San Antonio. I, I was here. I let you just said you're going to Raleigh. No, man, I've been I've been in San Antonio. 
No, I, I understand that's where you've been. I heard, I thought you said you were going to Raleigh. Oh, no, no. I was talking about getting – I was telling Mike I had to get a new uh, oh. carry-on back today because I was a dipshit when I was getting all my – like all my household goods picked up in Raleigh. I, I packed that with like full of clothes and I should have kept it because I thought I was just going to use a check bag. But I have more shit than I anticipated. So – Riley, this one's for you, brother. Let me see. What is that? Oh, Brewdog, Elvis Juice. Damn. Pretty okay. good. Yeah, brought that all the way down from uh, Port Clinton, Ohio. Oh, damn. Yeah, you went to a good old Putin Bay. How was that? Oh, it was a shit show for me. I'll tell That's you that. Exactly. There, there's never a time you go to Putin Bay, and it's not a shit show. Um, Ashley found me at the end of the night on the porch of the house we were staying in, asleep in a lawn chair. Hell yeah. I'll say good night. That's perfect. That's better than falling asleep on your lawn outside your apartment, you know. Hey, I, I still got that picture somewhere. <laughs> oh, I have it. <laughs> I think my mom has seen that because I think it, it some it somehow got to Cooper. And my mom like called me and she was like, Was that you in a in a blue uh button-down shirt laying down in the grass in front of your apartment last Saturday? And I was like, Yeah, it might have been. Can you not go a day at the beach without buy- thinking about what you're going to drink? <laughs> yeah, that was a that was an interest. That was a fun weekend, but yeah, don't a- don't ask your mom uh, to make a beer run. <laughs> there, it is. there it is. There it is. There it is. Yep. Yeah, it's a for really- effort on that one there, Riles. You can't see my face, so you really can't confirm that it's me. Uh, but I'm not necessarily. Oh, here, here's this one too. The same night. I'm pretty sure Bill Clinton said the same thing. <laughs> that's that was that night. I forgot about that. What? Oh, that's when we went down to Fuquay to Evans. Any other super Listen, strong? You can hate Bill Clinton for a lot of things, but never hate the man for getting a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Well, I don't know if you want this on the pod there, Riles, but my favorite story was when you met Jeremy for the first time. You were out the entire night, and Ashley's talking to you the next day, and you're like, "Yeah, I, yeah." I went home around like nine thirty, and she goes, "Riley, we left the bar at twelve thirty, and you were still sitting there with everybody." You're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, that was the night. At Char- I think I left Chard because um, that at was like one in the morning, and you were like, "You're telling Ashley, you were so confident that you went home at like nine thirty, and she's like, "You stayed out all night." Because I think I, I think we somehow made it to church that next morning, and mm-hmm. that's where like I was like going in, I was like, "Holy crap!" Like. I remember I was double fisting coffees because I usually have my own coffee in the tumbler. And I was like, I need more than this. So I had to go to like the little coffee stand they have at the church. I'm walking in, you know, I, don't even, I think that day I just threw out like a button down shirt and a hat. My mm-hmm. eyes are still, I'm just looking all groggy and shit. Jordan, did you hear the story about uh, Riley the, the second time we met? No. The one Which where one it's literally the second time I met him, the first time I met him briefly, it was at, the first time I met him was after a Canes game at Raleigh Beer Garden with Ashley and, and my buddy Aaron. Uh, um, and we just like ran into him for like 10 minutes or so, talked to him, just whatever. The second time I met Riley was after another Canes game, talked for like five minutes or so. And then I turned around, was having a conversation with Ashley. All of a sudden, Riley's head is resting on my shoulder. He's falling the fuck asleep at Beer Garden for that one. on my shoulder. Second time I met him. <laughs> there we go. Was I there for that? But my only correction you that story been. is it wasn't after a Canes game. It was after Ashley's birthday tailgate at NC State. Mike, I think you were out uh, of home that weekend. I wasn't there for that. Yeah. No, that def- I didn't go to that. 
I didn't go to the NC State tailgate. It was definitely after a Canes game. It was, it was after the NC State Clemson game. No, well, we Not had the one where Riley slept on, oh, sleep on my shoulder. Oh, I don't know. I'm almost positive that was after an NC because you didn't Riley, go. To I'm sure you've fallen asleep on my shoulder more than once. <laughs> I'm still waiting on. I'm still waiting on Riley to make it through a complete UFC event. I'm just waiting on him to make Ooh, it through a night. Sure, yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Damn. Well, to kind of segue into college football, the first time he met uh, my buddy Garrett, he was blackout drunk at Hibernian, and he walks right up. And I'm like, it's my buddy Garrett. And Riley already knew he went to Florida. He goes, let me tell you a little something about Urban Meyer. <laughs> and went on like a 30-minute rant about repla- replacing Meyer with Muschamp. And my buddy yeah. Garrett's like, dude, I'm just here to drink. <laughs> yeah. I, my, my, only, my only correction to that, that is was like, a, that was a year ago. Yeah, that it was a year ago. Not like exactly to the day a year yeah. ago. Because I showed up on my snap memes yesterday or two days ago. Uh, that was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Because I sent it. I uh, I took a screen video of it and sent it back to Garrett. He goes, Jesus, I forgot about that. Yeah, that yeah. was a – because I remember I came back. I, w- I went to Wilmington that weekend with Joe Mar, Nick Reed, and Charles. Weather was absolute shit and came back that Sunday. And I was like, you know what? I feel like going out. We went out to the char and – I think, well, yeah, and then I was like, yeah, I feel like going out too. And we both got blackout. Yeah. Yep. On a yep. Sunday. Yep. Uh, no, that would have been a uh, – that would have been a Thursday. Because no, that was – it, it was no, definitely but, a Sunday. Why do you think it was a Thursday? Well, because that he had just flown up um, to go to our golf tournament that we do every year. And I, we didn't go out. We didn't go out Sunday when he got back. I'm pretty sure. I it might have been. It might have been after we had come back. But I, I I'm remember pretty it being sure. Sunday. I, I'm pretty sure it was the Thursday night when he had just flown in because we left Friday morning for Greensboro. Mm. But I could be wrong. It was either Thursday or Sunday. So. Yeah. Shit. Maybe. I, who knows? All right. Riley's on beer number two. This is beer number three. I had one before we even started. Okay. Anyway. This, this might be a long one there, Riley. This might be your longest episode yet. Yeah, no, because we're going to ramble. It's going to happen. Does the Zoom uh, – do they still have the like the hour limit, though? I'm Fuck sure. I know. I haven't I'm gone not... on Zoom since, like, quarantine March of last year. Yeah, probably, probably been about a year. Oh, I got them every week all the fucking time. That sucks. Well, I love how Jacob's living the white picket fence life now. Yeah, nice hey, look at me. I got a townhouse I'm behind sugar me. Mama. I mean, I'm, I'm living life. Hell yeah, he is. Hell yeah, bro. Making garbage-ass opinions on uh, college football playoffs. So when we come to a, when we come to a Knights game, Jacob's buying. Yeah, Dude, we're, we don't good. live far from the stadium. We're like, uh, it's like mm, five, six minutes. Come that's on. awesome. Are you getting us tickets? What am I getting? <laughs> it's, it's like $5 for a ticket. What are you – I'll get you yeah, tickets. Like I said, you tickets. So tickets asked about the price. What do you get? This tickets. Yeah, I mean, fuck. <laughs> Whenever you fucking want. Just let me know when you're right. down. So I'm, so I'm hearing, I'm hearing tickets and first beer. That's what I'm, I'm hearing. That oh, and oh, open crib for the off. night. I'm getting, I'm giving you a place to stay and giving you tickets, and now you want free beer? No oh, bitches are buying me beer. Anything but Coors Banquet. And you're paying for the Uber too? Shit, Mark. You're buying, you're buying my beer, bitch. Hey, if I'm buying your beer, I'm only getting you like Bud Ice and Miller 64. <laughs> I, can, I can get trash on anything, man. 
No, yeah. I'm gonna go down to Florida and bring you back some Kirkland lights, 48 pack for 25 bucks. I've never had sell that shit at uh, Costco. You're not missing much, Riley, with the Kirkland lights. I, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Kirkland lights, yeah. I think I think Riley needs to review Kirkland lights on a podcast. Ooh, yeah. We I mean, we might be able to make that happen. We can mail them to him. That's what his podcast got turned into. It's going to turn into his reviews of beers. Oh, I heard the mango uh, mango cart one. I was like, we I've had that one before. That's a super beer. Yeah, that, that one. I, slaps I heard the mango cart one and instantly felt sad for you. Jordan, <laughs> well, that too. Have a hockey game. You met Michaela for the first time. Oh, the mango Kush. Mango Kush. That was that's, the one. That's it's a great beer. Well, that one was a good it? review. I had that with you when you came over uh, Christmas Eve or the day before Christmas Eve. Remember? And I opened it and you're like, yep, brings back memories. Yeah. <laughs> you, do you guys I just remember standing in line and Michaela going, I think he smokes. And I was like, that's fucking cool. I'm going to get a beer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do, no, do the best to... part of that story was me standing at the top because I was late and the national anthem was playing. I had the beer in my hand. I got my hand over my heart and I went, oh, this thing reeks of weed. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm about to walk down the stairs into a pack, pack section, just sit down casually with this weed smelling beer. I was like, uh, probably not the best move. People that you don't. I mean, you technically had met me, but I was pretty drunk and you not met Michaela yet. Right. Right, good lead into uh, to what an friendship. intro. Love it. I mean, I don't know any other way to do it. Yeah, it, it fucking worked, didn't it? It did. Here we are. On, honestly, I don't think he could have made a better impression because, I mean, look where we are. Exactly. Exactly. It worked out in the end. Honestly, with our group, the amount of like, I, I think the stories alone, just from first impressions, are are hilarious and ridiculous all at the same time. I think. Oh yeah. You met Mike and I the same day, didn't you? I'm pretty sure, if I remember right, I met both of you. Everyone was at Woody's, and I had worked that night, and I came over after work. Okay. Um, uh, or was it at Clouds? Yes, I met you and Mike at Clouds. That's right. I met Jacob at Woody's for the first time. Okay. Um, but I met, Mike, I met you and Mike at Clouds for brunch on a Sunday. Okay. And no, Riley, no. you were already like four mimosas deep. So it was, it, it was, was a Saturday because we definitely uh, left my car there and blacked out. Yes. Yeah. Saturday. We, uh, that, oh, that was the day uh, Mike threw the fuck at uh, glasses. Yeah. And, and the video, <laughs> and the video of you going, suck brick, kid. Oh, that was that day. Yeah. God, I, within the span of an hour of knowing you, mate, you're like, what in the hell is going well, on? And it was so funny because it was only the second week I had been seeing Ashley. And that night while I was in Durham, I got more snaps from Riley than I did Ashley. And I was like, oh, I got to go back downtown. Yeah. <laughs> God. I've been, I've, never have any of you guys been back to Parliament since it's been open? No, it's not open. I don't think. It, oh. No, it's open now. But I, I just I, listen. The memory of Mike throwing the glass in the middle of Glenwood. I'm good on Parliament for the rest. I of I don't my think life. I can go back there without thinking about that and possibly trying to recreate it. <laughs> well, and and the best part was Mike looked at me and goes, "Hey, you want to see Ashley get mad?" Ash. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh God. And then and then to sit on that porch and listen to every car roll over the glass is like, oh, like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> the best my favorite parliament memory was i think it was the halloween weekend i think it was mike and somebody else maybe it was just mike and i were out there 
yelling at all the people walking by in the costumes, <laughs> making comments to people. Like the one dude that was dressed up as fucking Top Gun. We're like, oh, wow, thank you for your service. Like, are you a pilot? Holy crap. Y'all still there? Yeah. All right. Jordan, the screen froze up a little bit. Oh, I said, that's also the night I met Joe Mar, and he was wearing a puffy vest, and that was I never looked at him the same. Oh, Joe Mar, yeah. I haven't talked to him in a while. Hey, uh, just so you guys have an update, uh, it's tied 1-1 at the bo- top of the second right now. Uh, I just got a notification running out of time. We, we've removed the 40-minute time limit on your group meeting. Okay. Nice. Beautiful. Well, we'll just keep going until they kick us off. That sounds good to me. You're going to edit this, right? Probably not. I'm just throwing, not. I'm throwing, I'm throwing it raw straight on there. I'm probably going to add oh, a, little, a little a little, thing oh, in the beginning. Be like, oh, here, here's thank you for this. Fucking love to raw dog it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, you for joining this edition of the Burning Bridges podcast, and then we'll we'll just fucking roll right into it. Call it call it happy hour with the voice. I, I think that should be the title. Oh, that that is a per, that is a perfect title for it. Yeah, I was no, no, not raw dogging it with the boys. Uh, I like that one too. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I might consider it. We'll see. I mean, you're gonna have all time low listenership if you call it raw dogging with the boys. I disagree. It won't oh, be all time low. It'll just be a big hit in the gay community. Yeah, well, I know. You don't know. But they're going to be really disappointed when they get like five minutes in and it's not what they thought. Yes. (laughs) Shit, Ma. Good Lord. Yeah, now it's going to have to be edited. They're going to get canceled. How are they going to do it on a Zoom? Yeah, we'll be we'll 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 be we'll be fine. Look at this. uh, Look at what book I got for my airport reading this weekend. I don't know if you guys can see that. Oh hell yeah! You got (laughs) a Harbaugh book. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's written. Wait, by is it about how bad Jim Harbaugh is at coaching? That's what I, that's what, that's what I think. Yeah. That's why I'm going to be a whole book on how he should have stayed in the NFL. Pretty much. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, I was looking through the, so I was looking for a book from Ryan McGee who does college football. He's a college football analyst. Oh, wait, let now. me, let me see the back of it. Cause I'll tell you if it's about. Hey, do you think he regrets benching Alex Smith? Dude, if they would have if they if they would have expanded okay. the college football playoff to twenty four teams, Michigan still wouldn't make it. That's how that's how far that program has fallen. You know what? They need to just put the whole top twenty five in the playoff. Jesus. That'll make Jacob happy. Dude, I'd love it. Give me thirty two. I'm, I'm down for it. Give me three three losses, Nebraska. Like, in just the take playoff. the whole season. Listen, here's here's the thing about twelve. You you do twelve teams and oh okay you lose one game two games during the regular season okay so Alabama doesn't play Citadel this year that's a win for me. But it's <laughs> not for Citadel. Teams, that's the problem. So you take you take a game out of the regular season. You're basically cutting one of those cupcake quote unquote cupcake games that those small mid majors rely on that money to fuel the program. And also so those talk about those that. big mm-hmm. programs want to play teams like that for their first game to get a warm up. Well, not even that. Like that midseason cupcake game where you, you know Southern Alabama gets their name out there. I mean, think about App State back in what was that? Oh six, oh seven, oh seven. I mean, no one knew who App State was unless you lived in North Carolina until they beat Michigan midseason. If you eliminate that game, you're eliminating that's, the that's one of the three of the for those they play. Sports. They play three of those games a year. What's wrong with taking out one? What I if mean, they take out a conference game? 
That is the only thing I can agree with is a conference game because yeah. Okay. So what if they take one of the cupcake games out? Well, that school's still getting hurt because they're not able to schedule that game against Alabama or Florida or Ohio state. So, you know, they're going to have to squeeze Michigan or Illinois or whoever. It doesn't really matter. I mean, the end of the day, like, okay, you're, you're putting 12 teams in. So you're still going to get, like, you're going to have those teams that are on the outside looking in. If they don't play that Alabama team, they still have a chance now because they didn't have to play some school that didn't want to play them, right? They go play their, their whole schedule in the AAC or whatever the fuck the conference is called now, right? They play all those games. They go undefeated. They go into the playoff. If they get the shit t- kicked out of them, good for them. They got to the playoff. If they win the game, then all of us look like jackasses for saying they'd never win a game. I mean, I, mean, I think I, I, it's good in theory. I think the most realistic thing is eight teams. I, li- I would love to see eight teams, uh, conference winner of the Power Five automatic in, and then three at-large bids for that Coastal Carolina of last year or, you know, that small mid- – or UCF yeah. a couple years ago with the so undefeated that season. Power, like, that give them five. one of those three. Yeah, there you go. For those, like, for those of you that are and listening, then, I'm holding up the BG koozie in the camera. As the as a as a reference for a power five team that could could potentially make a run. Listen, Riley, I'll give you the shout out on your podcast. If it wasn't for you, I would not appreciate midweek Mac action. Dude, yeah. You know, that that is one thing I will miss the days where it's like driving back home from Fayetteville and I'm like getting ready to pull off a exit 290, you know, into Raleigh. And Jordan's like, What are you doing tonight? I'm like, Well, sounds like I'm gonna pound a couple natty lights and watch some action on, on a Tuesday, you know. Dude, we did that a few weeks in a row. Come yeah. over on a Tuesday, Wednesday night and watch some action. But the, um, go ahead. No, go I was just because I remember that one week where the Browns and the Ravens had that Monday night game. So we did that, that game, and then action on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then I think you came over for the Thursday night game too. I'm pretty sure I was with you all week that week. Hell yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah. No, but I mean, I. To me, going back to the playoffs, that eight team, five power, the power five conference champions in and three at large bits. I mean, you could leave one of the three to that UCF, that Coastal Carolina, because if you think about it, if you're if you're talking about a conference like the SEC, you know, more than likely you're going to have at least two, maybe even three SEC teams in the running for a playoff. Just like last year with Texas A&M, you get those eight teams that Texas A&M gets one of those three at-large bids. Mm-hmm. And they have a chance to go after Alabama a second time yep. and potentially knock them out in the early round. Yeah, but so, what's wrong with that? Because the, no, the reason I say what's wrong with that is because they, they we've already done that. The 2011 national title game was LSU beating Alabama in Alabama and then the committee saying, you know what? Alabama is still the second best team in the country, so we're going to give them a shot again. We're going to tell everybody else that, hey, Alabama's already lost this game. We haven't seen uh, them play everybody, but they're still better than you. So Alabama's going back to that game to get to be LSU. So why is it a problem that we might have rematches? It's not. No, but I'm saying my only issue with the four-team playoff right now, my only issue is that I think too many politics play into it. I mean, granted, take take Ohio State's national championship the first year out of it. That year, the the argument all season long was who's going to get that last spot, Baylor or TCU? And – they the committee made the point their point of keeping them out was that they didn't have a conference championship game Mm -hmm. which is bullshit i mean if we're being honest they put ohio state in because they knew alabama versus ohio state was going to bring more money and more viewership than alabama baylor 
That's why they you do know, 12 now is you get all of those teams in that are the money makers. Plus you get the extra ones that actually deserve their spot. So, right. And I'm not, I'm not arguing against 12. My point is I think logistically you can make eight work a lot easier than you can 12, because if you're talking 12, you're talking about eliminating that cupcake game. If you go to eight, you're really just bringing in those two other big bowl games, whether it's the cotton bowl that year or the Rose bowl that year and making them playoff games. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's so just here's my question. Like- Right. How, how are they doing the 12 teams? Because at some point you got to give someone a buy if you're going to do 12 teams. Is it going to be the top four? Like, is it going to be the four conference winners? Like, and we're just, I don't know, leave the Pac-12 hung out to dry because we know that's who it's going to be. Like, top how, four, how do they logistically figure this out? The, the, top, conference champs? the top four ranked conference teams are going to get a yeah. buy. Yeah, but so well, there's it's going to be the top teams. four rank. I mean, it, realistically, this, the loser from the SEC could still be fourth. Yeah, I mean, that's – so it's just the top four ranked teams. Like the way they have it set up right now, I think, is that the top four teams will get a buy. You'd expect them to all be conference champs because you don't really know that that's the case. Yeah. So so we're going to expect a Georgia, Florida, uh, or an LSU to get in besides Alabama from the SEC every year, basically. That's what you're saying. I mean, yeah, you're more than likely going to have at least two, maybe three SEC playoff. teams. Yeah. yeah, you've already had that with a four-team playoff. You've had yeah, Georgia no, and Alabama. I, I get that, and that, that's probably one of the flawed things about the four-team playoff is you leave conference championships out – or conference champions out, I should say. But now you're still going to be putting those in as potentially a top a top five team. And if you're ranking them at the top four, you could still have a team that did not win a conference champion get a bye and have a team that did, like a Pac-12 USC – or in Oregon, they win the championship in the Pac-12, and they do not get a bye. They're playing some, like, you know, Coastal Carolina or UCF or BYU so, for, like – So what a, you're saying is you think the conference champion should get a bye. You want the conference I, championship to matter. I agree, but then you got to figure in Power 5. Like, how does that work into it also? Right. Well, well I'm, I'm asking you, is that is that what you want? Are you wanting that conference champion to matter? Yes. Or are you saying you don't care? Right, but there's no way you can do that with playing for if you don't. If it doesn't matter. I don't think there's any point in playing for it now. Who really gives a shit who the conference champion is? The only thing we really care about who the national championship is. That's true. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Uh, Well, I'll throw a monkey wrench in it too because, you know, we sit here and I know the four of us have had these conversations with, you know, the four-team playoff. I think if you go to 12, it's almost much of a guarantee where you're not sparking that conversation of, oh, is Coastal Carolina going to get into the playoff? Like, if Coastal Carolina finishes the season at nine, you're pretty much like, okay, Coastal's got a spot. Where if you if you keep it at eight teams with the top – with the Power Five getting into the the playoffs, Coastal is now in the conversation to be like, oh, will Coastal move up to the eight Coastal spot? Coastal loses the, the game, edge? they drop out of that top 12. Well, yeah, because they don't play the same talent yeah. that the Power Five. You're always going to have that issue, no matter what. Strength of schedule is always going to be a problem. So, so that's my that's my argument though is that you still have that same debate and any team can have an off day. This still protects the the big teams. Alabama can lose to LSU and they're fine, right? But if Coastal loses a game, they're fucked. Like the regular season still matters, but it, it's like the the I just don't I don't understand why it's such a big deal to everybody that oh no we're having twelve teams now it waters it down. No, it does. The first time we're ever seeing this, it's so cool. Don't fucking watch it because you're playing right into their hands. Yeah. Um, I want to jump in here. So I've, I've looked up at a couple articles here. 
the the top four seeds are the top four ranked conference champions. So to the argument, they are doing champions. So you do have to win your conference to get one of those first round buys at the top four seeds. So the way I imagine it is that Sunday after all the conference championship games, they will do another like selection show. So you could have number one Alabama versus number two Florida. And let's say Alabama loses that game. Alabama would probably end up being the would end up being the would end up being the five seed, probably the top ranked, you know, non-conference champion. Um, so just to to throw that in there. So yeah, that was brought up. That makes sense. I mean, well then at least like if you're a conference champion and you're not the top four, so you're number five, you still get to play the twelve. Yep. Um, something too I wanted to, to bring up. So I don't know if you guys have read in. So the 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 so the first round games would be like the five versus twelve, six versus eleven. Now the quarterfinal games, right now they have it slated in the proposal for those to be uh bowl games. So the quarterfinal and the semifinal would both be bowl games, and the national championship would just be the national championship. The question I want to ask y'all, and this has been brought up, do you think that the quarterfinal game should be on campus and then you just have the semifinal being two different bowl games that they rotate out every year? Or do you think they should keep it as both the quarterfinal and semifinal uh, neutral sites? I think they should all be bowl games because we don't watch – I mean, like, bowl season is fun, but let's be real. If you, if you take these 12 out and you still want to have, like, you know, all these little – you know, the Sears camping bowl or whatever the hell it's called now. Like when you've got all these little bowls that nobody knows anything about, if we're not keeping these as bowl game, we've got literally, I mean, you're not going to have enough teams with winning records to have, you know, uh, a bowl games. Like you got to have six, six wins. We're literally not going to have enough. Yeah. We're going to have to bring in teams that have like three wins to play a bowl game. Yeah. I mean, then you but, gotta- I mean, as an NC state fan, that's great for me. My team will be in a bowl every year. Well, see, so here's here's my issue with the 12-team playoff, too. So if you're looking at the, the rankings from last year, at number nine, at the end of the season, number nine was Iowa State. They were nine and three. Do we truly believe, based on what we've seen over the over the BCS and the playoff system, that a team with three losses in the Big 12 deserves a playoff spot? Yeah, sure. Why not? And, and here's why. And, and Mikey, Mikey argues with me on this because football is not like basketball, but it is. In a one-game no, playoff, fucking anything can happen. Anything can happen in a one-game playoff. It's not fast. Yeah, but there's still a difference in talent. Like, it's not the NFL. I don't, I don't disagree with that. There's a difference in talent between Virginia and UMBC, but, like, in a one-game playoff, players can play poorly. It's it's not the basketball championship, though. It's not like one player can take over a game. It doesn't matter how good your quarterback is. You can have Patrick Mahomes playing as a college secondary, and he can still lose because his defense sucks. It doesn't matter. I agree uh, with that. You don't have a player that's out on the quarter. I agree the- with that. But Pittsburgh beat Clemson as a 25-point underdog. Shit happens. Yeah, it's going to happen. I mean, Purdue beat Ohio State. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So what you're telling me right now is it's not going to happen, and then we're going back to times when it has literally happened. I So it might happen. I'm not saying it's not going to, but it's not very likely. And when teams are gearing up for a playoff and they're putting everything into this game, I don't see it happening very much. I don't see upsets happening in the college football playoff. The argument against the 12 – one of the biggest arguments against the 12-game 
12, 12 team playoff is that the regular season won't matter anymore. But you're telling me right now that with a four team playoff, the regular season still matters. So every game's a playoff, and Ohio State still who's, dropping the ball in that game. Who's who's making that? Who's making that? Uh, that comment that regular season won't matter with the twelve team playoff. That's been a that's been a big fan discussion. If you if you're following, I mean, like, I, I think it, I think it always still matters because it is football. Like you do, yeah. you cannot go into a playoff with four losses and can, like the like Florida last year. The way they blew it against LSU, the way they didn't show up against Oklahoma, they finished with four losses. That team does not deserve to be in a playoff. So those those games still matter. My my point of my point is is with twelve teams, you have football is not basketball. Like Mike said, I agree. You can't. You're, one player can't go off in football and win their team the game. You have yeah, such a, you have such a discrepancy between Iowa State versus Alabama versus Ohio State. That. That's not even worth putting them in. Why is it not worth putting them in? They had three losses in a Big 12 conference. Sure, it's Power 5, but the Big 12 is not an SEC or a Big 10. And Ohio State lost to Purdue. So why is it not worth putting it in? But Ohio State, that was their one loss. They didn't lose three. No, I understand that. But, but you're what, like, why would we not put a team in that could potentially knock off that team? I mean, it depends on who you're talking about, too. Like, you're talking about a conference rival. You're talking about a, a team like, you know, let's say Arizona State's playing Ohio State. Like it, it's not gonna. It's gonna be completely okay. different. Well, let's okay. Let's let's go back a couple. When's years the last time Utah, Herm Edwards when Utah waxed Oklahoma in the Sugar Bowl State. or whatever Peach Bowl or whatever fucking bowl it was when Utah waxed Oklahoma, but they were again huge underdogs because Utah could never beat Oklahoma, but they did. Well, Boise State beating Oklahoma, but they did. Like that's not a conference game. Happened anyway. And those were big bowls. That was the Fiesta Bowl that Boise State beat Oklahoma in. Yeah, that was, uh, I think, Adrian, Adrian Peterson. That was his senior year. Yeah, I mean, it happens. I'm not, I'm not arguing. Like, I guess the, the, I think the, the fundamental difference in my argument versus your argument is you guys with your playoff are looking for the best team, and I'm looking for the most entertainment. I mean, obviously, I, Iowa State last year is not in contention for the best team. But I do think that, you know, in a one-game playoff, Miracles can happen. We've seen it happen. I think bad teams playing against each other or a bad team playing a good team is going to reduce the level of entertainment. I mean, the chance of the chance of the upset is always going to be there, but at kickoff, are you going to have the amount of fans watching as you would a fourteen playoff or an eighteen playoff? I don't think so. You know, most people didn't. No, I mean, you you always think viewership goes on, but you can say any playoff. Well, I mean, but you don't have as many fans watching the semifinals of the college football play as the national championship. I mean, I watch both of them. So the ratings always grow as it goes on. So but, I don't... but here's my thing too. And granted, you I know, mean, we're all we're all talking in theory. Obviously, if the NCAA is talking about twelve teams, and that's what they think is going to work best. But at the end of the day, with the NCAA, it comes down to money and viewership. And if you have if you have a number yeah. five seed Oklahoma against a Coastal Carolina the viewership's not going to be what it would be against like Alabama, Ohio state. Like, it's just not. Well, that's not the point of it, is it? I'm just curious. Who were the top 12 teams last year? So the top 12 teams, I, mean, I have it up. Actually, no, or, do 2019 because COVID fucked up everything. And Okay. Let yeah, me go to 2019. All right. I'll look up 2019 and give you all the, uh, the top. Yeah, I, I just want to know, because I want to see like what the level, I mean, it's, COVID messed yeah. up everything, so like you had teams play like three games, so they were obviously no okay. So here well. we go. So the in 2019, you're right. It's a good. It's a good point, Mike. The top 12 teams. I'll start from 12 because we know the top four were LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma. 
At 12 was Auburn at 9 and 4. 11 was Utah at 11 and 3. 10 Penn State 11 and 2. Florida 9 at 11 and 2. Wisconsin was 8 at 10 and 4. And then Baylor was 7 at 11 and 3. Okay, so the way the way you make you clean this up and you make this more interesting is you take out those like eight and four teams, and you put in a team that's you know maybe a smaller school but doesn't like has a better record and maybe has better strength of so, their wins at least. I I do think that the having twelve teams is probably going to change the way that they that they rank these teams with the committee. Like I do think that like each loss is going to matter a little bit more now. But I mean, that's it's yet to be seen. But I do think that it's going to change the way that they rank teams a little bit because, like previously, it's like we have a top four, and really everything after that doesn't actually matter. Yeah. So, the, so like the first you're choosing to be twelve through through twenty five there for previously had no impact on the top four. Like it was really only four through eight that actually mattered when they were doing their rankings. So like I think now that like if you have once you have twelve teams, we'll see. But I think the committee will change their their idea a little bit of like what what matters as far as, as who's in that, that top 12 teams, just like it seems to matter. Now the top four is a lot more scrutinized now than it was, you know, but what was it 10 years ago when we were just doing the BCS? Well, I will say that the first non power five team in the 2019 rankings was Memphis at 17 at 12 and two. Yeah. But how do you justify moving Memphis from 17 to 12? I mean, I, I don't think you can. Also, I mean, you got to remember, too, these rankings at the end of the season come out after their bowl games and stuff. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, like, like what, you, you wouldn't have the power to five. find the rankings from before the season, would you? Because if Memphis was 12-1, and one, I could very easily see them in that. Well, right, but they went 12-2. and two. So, I'm assuming at 17, I think I, – I could be wrong, but I think they lost the American that year. No, they, they won. They won in 2019? They, they had to – it was a weird situation where they played – at Cincinnati and beat Cincinnati, and then they ended up having to play Cincinnati again in the conference championship. But then they had they were able to host that in Memphis. So, mm. Which you guys like brings to- up the point that the two of them could be the top ranked Power Five teams. They could both end up in the top twelve of the new rankings and essentially play each other three times in one year. Which I mean, in that case, I would agree, useless. You could also see SEC doing that way more realistically. Like I'm, Cincinnati, yeah. Memphis, yeah, that's great. But you could have, you know, I mean, Alabama so if we're looking, and Auburn play each other three times. If we're looking yeah, at 2019, would you be upset watching the yeah. Iron Bowl three? No, actually, you could not have. Oh, Alabama. you wouldn't. Yeah, never mind. I, I, I was yeah. somebody from East versus West. You could see like, Alabama, would Georgia three would times. Would you not? Would, I was gonna say, would you not tune in to watch Alabama and Georgia play each other three times in one year? I would. Every game would be good. Well, if we're going based off of 2019, four SEC teams were in the top 12 at the end of the season. Yeah, and I'd watch the shit out of that. I, yeah. Again, you guys can hate on you can hate on the comparison all you want. We watch the, the basketball tournament every year. They've got 68 fucking teams, and we still watch it. But it's we, a different we know, sport, though. We know there's only 15 teams that could realistically win a basketball tournament. But there's 68, and we watch as many games as we can. Not necessarily, because we're talking about no one saw Wichita State going to the Final Four. No one saw UMBC making the run that they did. Basketball is a Wait, different Which one sport. of them won again? Hey, remember Florida Gulf Coast in, like, 2012? And, yeah. and, and did they win? Who, Florida Gulf Coast? There's still only a couple teams that can actually win. I still don't like the comparison of basketball to football, though. 
I know nobody does, even though it even though it parallels. Like nobody likes the comparison because it's not the same sport. But there's still only a couple of teams in basketball that can win every year. Just like there's no. Only if you, if you want to make it, if you want to make an argument for a 12 team playoff, look at Division Two and Division Three. They play a 16 team bracket for football. Now we're talking about a real comparison because it's just, it's the same thing. You're just talking about FCS versus. The reason it's not the same thing is because they're picking the they're not picking the most talented players. They're just picking the leftovers from from the Division One schools. But like, what does that not, have to do with anything? Yeah, but because yeah. because it's not top tier talent in basketball. It's the top tier talent in football. They're just picking leftovers. It's not the same thing. You mean to tell me UMBC is picking from the same talent pool as Duke, Kentucky, and all those other teams? More so than Wisconsin Whitewater is compared to Alabama. I don't agree. Mm. We, I, mean, I respectfully disagree with that. UMBC because I'll tell you what, a Division I, One school. There, there is a difference there. There's, it's a Division No, but one I, I will tell you, no matter recruiting is a Division One versus a Division Two or Three. Recruiting is Division One. It's not this. That's not fair. But, but again, you're talking about a contact sport versus something where a UMBC shooting guard can go off for 28 points in a basketball game. We're talking about we're Oral talking Roberts. about Alabama O lineman yeah. going up against a Coastal Carolina defensive line. It's not even close. Okay, yeah, you you get that one, but in, in, uh, again, in also, that, hey. that in a one game playoff, anything can happen. And I, like last year's Coastal Carolina, you're right. It's it's probably not close. The only way, but again. We said that with Oklahoma and Boise State, it's not close. Oklahoma's going to blow Boise State out. Boise hey. State won the game. It's a one-game thing. If they played a series, you're 100% right. They beat the living fuck out of them. Best-case scenario, lose a series 4-1. to one. But in a one-game playoff, you only have to win one. Hey, I'm going to throw a wrinkle in your very passionate argument right now. <laughs> Don't forget, they're going to start paying players in college. Ooh. So- going to have more money to throw at top prospect or top not prospects top recruits the bigger schools or the smaller schools are the schools themselves paying them or are they being paid for their likeness so it's going to be paid for their likeness but who do you think is going to be on more things they're going to start paying for video games again they're going to start paying for jerseys who buys more jerseys alabama fans or coastal carolina well, fans? but not e- not even that like my point is is in basketball you're talking about a, like a UM like we keep going back to UMBC, but it's the best example. If if I'm a if I'm a kid coming out of high school and I go to example, you know, well, right? Oral, yeah, okay. So let's say yeah. on the wound. So if I'm going to Oral Roberts, I obviously didn't get recruited. And I, no. I Jacob, you made this. You made this. Those point. are bad examples, is because you're picking the worst. I'm not. My you made this point the other day on Instagram. Oh, wait. If if I've got an if I'm a high school athlete and playing football and I've got an offer from Alabama and Coastal, just because Coastal has a get, chance to get in the top twelve, I'm going to Alabama. Like that. No, no, you, the discrepancy is still going to the be coastals. there. It's not the Coastals that we're talking about here anymore. It's 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 Iowa State having a chance now to recruit. It's it's Oklahoma State having a chance now to recruit. But I'm telling we're, you that if they're recruiting the, top the 12, kids, we're not talking about the top 64. We're talking about the top 12. We're giving Oklahoma State a chance to recruit against Alabama now. We're giving USC, I mean, who's should be having a chance, doesn't have a chance anymore because of the current setup. We're giving programs that have been a program in the past a chance to compete for a playoff now. Penn State, Michigan. Uh, fucking Oklahoma State, USC, UCLA. Like, we're giving division one schools in big conferences chances to actually compete now for that. Like, 
in the current format with those same four teams going every single year, nobody's going anywhere else. Yeah, but I mean, so let's say throw everything aside. Every kid plays college football with the hope of being in the NFL. Where do you have a better chance of being a top 12 pick? You know, at a, at a premier school being coached by Nick Saban or at, you know, Oklahoma State? Uh, I think obviously you still have the, the – there are more picks that come from Alabama, but you have a better chance of being a top pick playing four years at Oklahoma State or two years at Alabama. Two years at Alabama. Look at Mac that Jones. He played one are. year and went in the top 15 to the Patriots. Depends on who you are. I don't think Justin Blackman would agree with you. I, I don't care. what Justin Blackman was garbage. I don't even know. I still I, a top I, I don't know like on that. Justin Blackman? It doesn't, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, if, if you're – That's Brian Winch, Oklahoma I can go play four years and prove myself here, or I maybe get a chance in two years to go play here, but I can still, like, I have a chance to compete for a national championship. There's a better chance these players are going somewhere else. Why sit right. at Alabama if I can compete for a national championship for four years somewhere else? All right, I'm going to throw, I'm throw another hypothetical at you, right? What if you're a Big 12 – you're getting recruited by a Big 12 school and you're a uh, linebacker. Do you want to go to a Big 12 school? Because let, let's leave, like, playoffs and record out of it. Do you want to be a linebacker at a Big 12 school or at an SEC school where defense is more give, valuable? Give me, my, give me my offers. What's the hypothetical here? Who are my offers? All right, so you got a – these are all full rides, obviously. So you got an offer from Georgia, offer from Alabama, offer from Florida, offer from Oklahoma, offer from Iowa State, and let's go Texas. All right, that's a lot. Okay. I get it. Those are those are all of my options. What what are my what are my playing chances at these schools? I mean, you're always going to take the chance, at least for a year. Joe Burrow did. Is this Mac Brown, Texas, or is this Steve Sarkeesian, Texas? <laughs> Uh, whoever's the coach now. If, okay. If you're right. telling me that I got a chance to go be a starter at Oklahoma on day one and I have to sit at Alabama for two years, I'm going to Oklahoma. Okay. But so, yeah, you're going to play, but are you going to, you're not going to look as good at the end of the day. You're not going to look like this guy's the NFL every year, left and on right. Defense on both sides of the ball. All right. So, uh, Jacob, I you have to pull up. Please, please tell me who the highest drafted Oklahoma defensive player was this past year. Well, I wouldn't know off the top of my head. I, I know you wouldn't. That's why I said I'll give you a little homework. Yeah, but I wouldn't know um, the highest, I know, the highest I know drafted from, Alabama player off the top of my head either. I know from two years ago it was Kenneth Murray. He was top 15 from Oklahoma linebacker. Okay. But, like, yeah, like top 15. But and I, and then, granted, linebacker is not a good example because linebackers don't go very high generally. They usually go at the highest they go in the well, twenty. I mean, I I see your point, Mike, but I wouldn't bring in the NFL draft into that because there are so many kids that go into the NFL from these small schools that end up turning up yeah, but, in the NFL. But but what are they playing for at the end of the day? Are they playing for a college football national championship or a chance to go make millions of dollars in the league? Well, I think I think when you're getting recruited out of high school, if you're not Depends getting, on the person, getting really, I mean, top, those top schools, then you're just looking to play college football. Yeah, no, I get that when you're in high school, but when you're in college and you start to have success and or you're a top recruit in high school and you know you're going to be in the NFL as long as you don't screw things up, where what are you going to do? Are you going to are you going to play for your college football team? Or are you going to play for the NFL? Now, granted, I grew up in a I grew up in a state in an area where no one gave a shit about college football. 
So I'm trying to give the the opinion of, hey, like these guys are playing to get to the league because that's where I learned growing up, and that's what I you know watched. I didn't care about college football, to be honest. I didn't care about it till I you know started watching it as an adult. Hmm. Yeah, I I mean, and and I'm not I'm not fully. I'm not fully against the 12 team playoff. Obviously the NCAA feels like that might be a way to go. My point is, is that there, there's always going to be such a discrepancy between the top four teams and those bottom four teams that it might not even be worth playing it. Cause I'll be honest with you. If the first year of the college football playoff, if the first year Ohio state did not win as a four seed, and every year we saw one and two, one and two go to the national championship, we might not even be having a playoff right now. So the fact that in the last few years, a three and a four have made it to the national title game is huge. Now, on top of that, granted, I agree with Jacob in the sense of, sure, you're giving these, these smaller power five schools a chance to recruit against Alabama. But I think there's always going to be that discrepancy between those top four teams that those bottom four are going to be pointless in, in four or five years. If they're losing every year to an Alabama, to a Florida, to an LSU, I think if you keep it at eight, those eight schools have all fought all season to make it into the top four. So are then you're saying – four to lose no, but that, teams, though, they have to win a game first. What? So for those bottom four to lose to, to, lose to an LSU or an Alabama or whoever's in that top four, they have to win a game first. So they're still winning a playoff game. No, I understand you're, that. But your my bias as an LSU fan's coming out. Uh oh. <laughs> <He's> not LSU. <laughs> he he specifically said LSU. You make it Clemson, <laughs> make Ohio State, make it Oklahoma. You pick your team; it doesn't matter. Holy grace! I mean, we, bar- we barely I talked about Clemson again, at all. I listen. I said. I said early on. I think. I think the first couple of years of it, it's going to go exactly as you guys think it will. That that twelfth team is going to probably get the fucking shit kicked out of them by whoever number five is, but. As you go down the line, you're going to start to get more and more competitive. Like the longer it goes, the more competitive it gets. The same thing with the NCAA tournament. I don't in, see in basketball. It. it wasn't competitive early on, but as time goes on, teams get more and more competitive. It just that's how it works. You get more talent, things become more competitive. I'm sorry, man. I don't see it. And my point is, and my point against that is so if you're a nobody's fought in basketball either, it still happened. No, no, no. My point is if you're if you're in Iowa State. And all you're competing for is winning the first round of a playoff. Why not just let them get that big bowl game that they're looking for at the end of the season and let them win that? You know because what I'm saying? Like, gives a shit about bowl games. The, the yeah, schools but, do. They get a lot of money for that. So at the end of the Who day, does? like the money is what's going to talk. You know, the NCAA is going to try out a 12 team playoff, and depending on what their TV ratings are and what their fan turnout is, and you know how many seats they sell. That's what he's going to talk. The kind of sponsorships they get. I mean, and it's going to be I, fucking like, great. I'm sorry. I know. I know. Us as casual fans don't care. But Central Michigan going to the Bahama Bowl. That's big for them. Like that's. But you're taking that away by making them the 12 seed and being like, oh, congratulations! Now you got to play in Auburn. But they're going to get a lot of money for that. You're not taking that away from them. You're making it better for them. If they get the 12 seed, you're making it far better. They get the 12 seed, they get higher ratings, they get more money. That's all they want from that bowl game. The players might want something different, but the only thing that the schools want and the NCAA wants is the money. Oh, 100%. They're going to get more ratings, they're going to get more money, 
everybody's happy except so for the players. So, so we're advocating... the players are probably more happy. They made the playoff instead of some shitty bowl that no one cares about. So what I hear yeah. is we're advocating for the Popeyes Bahama Bowl to be a playoff game. That's that's what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> except the Popeyes Bahama Bowl wouldn't be a playoff game. You'd be going to like the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. No, 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 no. I want to see the fucking Popeyes Bahama Bowl as a playoff game. Send it. I want to see the team that has to Florida to the Bahamas. I want to see the team that has to fly to Hawaii one week to play a bo- to play a playoff game there, and then fly all the way to Georgia to play in the Peach Bowl the next week. Hundred <laughs> percent, I'm here for it. In a twelve team playoff, you probably still get a week in between. But well, and and, and, and to kind of I'll feed your you. argument, I mean, to kind of feed both all of our arguments too is, I like the idea of expanding the playoffs because to for the four top teams to have a month off between their last regular season game and a playoff game is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's something that I hadn't even thought of. And that's a fucking oh. excellent point. Like, oh. I mean, you're, you're sitting around, you get the selection, you get selection Sunday, the day after the season ends with the championship games. And then we have to wait a month and a half almost yep. to see those teams play again. And see I, meaningful football. Right. It's just, it's pointless. So to feed the 12 team, no, actually, you still have to wait a month for the top four to play because the no, you still have to wait a top four, a month top four to play though because it's only the teams in between that play. So, the top so four actually, have to buy. I, I like this. You play, you play the, the top four teams in the semifinals on the New Year's Six as part of the New Year's Six, and then you know, two other teams, whoever they may be. Well, so you're making two brackets then, yeah. Yeah, see, I, I don't I don't agree with the two brackets. I think it has to be one big bracket. And yeah, you're still waiting on the top four, but again, like we we talked about as a casual viewer, if we're talking about NCAA money, to make those mid-December bowl games worth it in those those latter um five through twelve would be huge. I mean, you could do it as a as a consolation. Mm-hmm. Well, you yeah, take, I mean you could take those teams that lost and have them play the other two near six games. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I could see that. One, one thing that I that I thought of, the big thing of, with expansion that that comes to mind with me is I think over the years you've had a lot of teams that have lost a, a conference championship game or have lost a game in their division, end up finishing with one loss and don't get their conference championship, that are going to get a second chance. And, like, what, what comes to mind – Look at the Auburn, Al- the Auburn Alabama game, the kick six year. Alabama had a hell of a team, didn't make their conference championship, left out of the BCS. Maybe would have made the college the four team playoff, but they'll get another chance at the 12 team. The year Ohio State, Michigan, two versus three, was JT Barrett? Was he short? Was he not short? Michigan, hey, they lost, but they're probably going to get a five or a six seed. The couple years ago when Georgia and Alabama, I think that's a big thing, too, that some of those teams that, like, Georgia, who maybe they go toe-to-toe with Alabama in the national championship, they get a second chance in the 12-team playoff. And, and I think that's one, of, that's one of the big pluses for me is you have some of those good teams that might have a one loss because they lost to Michigan or Penn State. Because there's been a couple Penn State teams in the last couple of years that if they got a second chance, they, they could have made a run. Um, I don't know what you all thought about that or that that's a point that had crossed your mind at all. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think we're pretty much at a consensus. The 12-team playoff can work. I don't think it should get any bigger than that, though. No, absolutely not. 
Y'all sound so old. I don't like change. You don't like change. You're the one who said you wanted 64 teams. No, no, I'm. That's I'm. I'm saying that's what I think you guys sound like. You sound old. You're like I don't like change. I'm like 12 teams sounds great. Let's just fucking throw everyone in there. What's the the beginning of the season will be the tournament. We're not even doing regular season work. We just start. Everybody starts playing somebody. Winners move on. I never said I. I never said I don't like change. I'm advocating for an eight team versus a 12. No, no, no. I want every team in. Winners on week one move on. Everyone else fucking sucks. Go home. Damn. Okay. That makes absolutely no sense, but all right. You want every game matters? Every game matters there. I'm going to get I'm gonna get Jacob real – I'm going to get the cattle pry out here and get him real fired up. If Mac Attack Jones didn't throw two pick sixes in the Iron Bowl, Alabama wins that game and comes back and they beat LSU in the college football playoff. Or in the 12-team playoff, they get a second chance. They meet up with LSU again and beat them. Oh, dude, real chance! But you know how great that game would have been to see it a second time. I and I would, I that could have been a game of the century right there. The one they played in the regular season was the game of the century. They could have played it a second time around. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, Mike and I don't remember much of that game. That was before the uh, NC State Clemson game. Dude, I I remember. I don't remember the NC State at, Clemson Alabama game. I was there at Clouds, at a bar. My brother was there, uh, and so was Aaron Norris. LSU scored the, the touchdown and put them up two scores. I jumped out of my chair. My chair goes flying across the bar. And there's just a bunch of Clemson and NC State fans in there as well. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. me being an NC State fan, too. I'm like, I just – I literally – I just like, I'm the only one cheering. Everybody else is like, the game hasn't even started yet, man. I'm like, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I mean, I've hey, game you're, I'm watching. you're a better college football fan than me because I was blackout drunk under a table at that point. Yeah, it's, beers are expensive at bars, man. <laughs> I was at a table. Oh jeez, what a day! Oh my god, yeah, that was funny. Well, I mean, and if we're talking for real, if Marco Wilson hadn't thrown a dude's shoe against LSU, Florida wins that game and has a chance at the fucking playoff. Well, they would have got in. They would have lost to Alabama, but still would have got in. I think with two losses over Notre Dame. Right. Well, I mean, dude, Notre Dame doesn't deserve another chance in the playoffs. Well, Sorry. So if you take the, the conference champions and, you know, whoever else, like maybe you see some Notre Dame teams that don't get in or you'll see Notre Dame join a conference. Well, no, way. honestly, if you make if you make all power fives get a get in automatically the champion, then Notre Dame is almost forced to join the ACC. So it's about time. I was watching. I think they should join the Big Ten. I, w- I want to see some more competition in that conference. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tired of Ohio State running it. I want to see I want to see Notre Dame, Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State all playing each other every year. Oh yeah, and we could just call that whole conference overrated. It would be the overrated. Yeah, no, exactly. Conference. Oh shit, ma. I mean, hey, that makes no, sense. It'd be really gotta, funny when Minnesota convince, beats them all. You got to convince. No, if you really want to do that, the big overrated. If you really want to do that, force Maryland and Notre Dame to swap spots. Yeah. Let Notre Dame go to the Big Ten and let Maryland come back to the ACC. Put Maryland back in the ACC. Uh, I mean, Maryland's like mid-table either way, so who cares? Well, no, Maryland left scared once uh, once Notre Dame came and all the other sports, and then they made the horrible decision of joining the Big Ten, and they've been nothing since. Yeah, Maryland was only good at basketball in the ACC for a while, and they weren't really amazing at anything at any other point. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's fair. Gonna, when are they going to kick Rutgers out of the Big Ten also? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, you gotta find a replacement. Yeah, they're just I mean, Keanu, 
Greg Schiano's bringing that program back, baby. That, that's the birthplace of college football, but I'm sick and tired of seeing him get the shit kicked out of him every year. Greg Schiano's changing the culture there. <laughs> what is he going to bring Ray Rice as an assistant coach? Jeez. Hey, hey, don't don't even get me the- started on that topic. Culture back to what it was when he was there before. <laughs> don't even get me started on Ray Rice. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that that is one thing though that the J- Jacob, you brought a good memory, like those days of like because I remember watching you brought up clouds. Do you remember we watched Auburn beat Alabama? And there was that Alabama fan and his girlfriend, like two seats down from us. They kind of started like talking shit. And I think the only thing that kept us not getting in more than a verbal altercation was that pillar. I was sitting right next to a pillar at the bar that was in between us. Do you remember that guy? Yeah, no, I I remember. I, I do. I do remember what you're talking about. I remember we were sitting on like when you walk into clouds, the left side of the bar right there, like towards the back. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I do remember that very well. Clouds, we, we definitely have some memories of clouds. Clouds is one of those, like, the good where it's like, hey, we'll go there and watch the night game before we go stumble around to Parliament or Piano Bar or something. Yeah, you watch, the, you watch what, the, the afternoon SEC game before you go get shit-faced downtown. Yeah. Shout out to Clouds Brewing in Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, I do. I'll have to, I'll have to see if I can get some uh, clouds. That's a uh, Mike's uh, f- the official the official brewery of uh, at Mikey G. It's a great it's probably one. probably the only one he hasn't been kicked out of yet. <laughs> I don't know. No, there's a lot of breweries. We should we should do a little brewery tour of places that Mikey's been kicked out of. I mean, I I, not a lot of brewery. I haven't been kicked out of a lot of breweries. You, yeah. you have to go to some loud uns type places. Just just walk down the two mile radius of Glenwood. You could pop off like ten or twelve of them. It takes a lot to get kicked out of a fucking brewery. It does, especially when you're a paying customer. Yeah, I almost had to kick our boy Eddie out of Brewprint one night, and he worked there. <laughs> I'm gonna need to hear this story. Was I was I there? Uh, okay, yeah. I think oh, I yeah, that, that, that was the night everyone was there and uh, Anthony and Jesse were there too. And Eddie got way too drunk and I cut him off and Anthony looked at him and went, Hey Eddie, how does it feel to be cut off by a bartender who doesn't cut anybody off in a brewery at nine 30? I mean, it doesn't help. It definitely didn't help you. I was convincing him to drink Parrot Bay rum in the parking lot. Yeah, anyone <laughs> that was last night. <laughs> anyone need some juice? Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. That that was the night I was. It was like what was it like pineapple rum or something like it, something disgusting. So the story behind that is Jesse bought that to take with us down when we went and met up with Christian and Lana to watch BG play at Georgia Tech. So wait, 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 you mean to tell me I was drinking like four year old Paradise yes, rum? Were. Yes, you were. Yeah, and I just it's had eight. Eight. I never it's the finest Parrot Bay. I, 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 I never opened it. Yeah, that she bought that. She's like, oh yeah, I got some rum. We can drink it to the hotel. Then we get to the hotel, and here comes uh, Christian's got a, a fucking what's the wine bag? What's it called? Is there a name for it? India. Yeah, that. Yeah, one of those. He's like, hey, who wants to slap the bag? And so like we never we never cracked the Parrot Bay open. Mikey, if that's the worst thing we're talking about you doing on this podcast, you're doing all right. <laughs> what? The worst thing we're talking about, it's the worst thing we're talking about right now. Yeah, we haven't brought up drinking four year old pirate bay, parrot bay. You're you're fine, dude. You're gonna be all right tonight. (laughs) uh, Drinking a pirate bay, my my mouth. Shit, man. 
Go to grab another beer. Stand by. Of course he is. I had a cup of water, but I threw it. Hey, what's the score of the Yankees game? It's 2-2 there, Riles. Well, the O's are losing to the Indians 3-1 right now. Well, I got really – Gary Sanchez actually did something good and hit a home run, and I threw my cup in the air and jumped up. By the way, speaking of baseball, anybody follow up on NC State beating Arkansas? With a, I, I, yeah, we watched it. We yeah. watched it the we, other night. Gone on to Omaha with a negative 17 run differential in the Super Regional. Who are they playing? I saw, the, I saw the bracket, but I forgot who they're playing. They got Stanford next. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. They might not win a game in Omaha. Doesn't matter. Beat the number one team in the country. That's all I'm here for. I mean, getting into Omaha, like, on its own. and that was Hard a good enough game, as it too. is. That was a good game. It wasn't like, you know, it was like a fair, blowout or anything. Like, they got lucky. Like, they, it was a good game. Yeah, no, to be, to be fair to them, the second half of their season, they've been on it. They were they were mediocre in the first half of their season. But NC State has been very good in the second half of the season. They started 1-8 and eight in ACC play. Yep. Now they're in Omaha. Hey, man, all, all power to them. Absolutely. It would have been nicer if they would have won the ACC tournament. I'll be watching them in the in the in Omaha. That's for sure. <laughs> I heard the tail end of that conversation while I was taking a leak and grabbing a brewski. So for those of you uh, that are listening, you can't see, but I'm holding up a koozie of uh, an NC State koozie in honor of the baseball team beating the fucking shit out of Arkansas, making it to the College World Series in in Fayetteville, Arkansas, like mm-hmm. on the road. After getting beat twenty-one to two on the first day, they won the yeah. next two. That game three was was nuts. That dude, that dude, and that dude that hit the homer, Torres, I think his last name. He he pounded the shit out of that too. Oh, not to mention they 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 scored all three of their runs against Arkansas's top guy. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's gonna he's be an MLB pitcher, but they that's where they got the runs. Yeah, freaking! I don't. Had they released a schedule when those games are gonna be? Uh, they might have, but shout out to the freshman pitchers in NC State that won the game for them. Yeah. yeah, I followed their team. I watched the couple of the ACC tournament games. It was interesting. It's funny because I knew if I was back home, I would Mike would Mike would be mad because he'd be like, "Hey, let's do X, Y, and Z this weekend." I'd be like, "Oh no, sorry, we can't. We got to stay in and watch NC State baseball and the college." Yeah, that that wouldn't happen. Series. Hey, um. <laughs> Little side note there, Jacob and Riley, uh, Puck Empire just posted their trade predictions, and they have Dougie Hamilton going to Edmonton. Ooh. I saw that. It kind of makes sense when you think about it. Carolina and Edmonton are always in trade talks. I don't know what we'd get in return, but to be honest, if we get anything in return for Hamilton right now, I'm feeling good because he was going to walk for free in the summer. So, like, if we get, like, a, a fucking fourth-round pick, I'm like, that's more than we were going to get for him. But, I, I, I mean, I think – I think people – like, I think they'll get more because I think there's enough people interested that they'll end up turning it into, at the worst, a second- or third-round pick. I agree. I think if I think as long as we get anything in a sign-and-trade, we'll, I'm pretty happy. Oh, 100% agree. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see them get somebody in return that's like uh, like Botton was before, uh, before he left. I thought he was fantastic for us. But that will free up some cap space and also give us a guy that fits really well in the system. So if they can figure out something there, I don't know who it would be from Edmonton though. I don't either. I don't know. I don't know if we'll. I don't know if we'll look defense, but I don't know either. It's a tough call. I mean, you're losing Hamilton. You're losing your first your first line D man. So you you need to replace him in some way. Yeah, they'll they'll figure it out. Do you? Uh, so one thing with the Canes, I was listening to. Uh, 
have you have you guys I, I know i've shared on my story have you guys listened to that uh redneck hockey podcast i have not no so it's actually, yet. it's a it's a good it's a good group of good group of guys that go in and talking and they they mentioned because i thought of this when you brought up dougie in terms of the canes playoffs they somebody they do a, a segment where they'll like answer listener questions you know when you they, they tweet like hey we're recording tonight send us your questions and somebody sent them a question they're like hey if you had to pick one person to blame the canes early exit on like a player like who would it be and all those guys like when they were talking they're like hey like realistically there's not like one person that like consistently dropped the ball and they brought up because they like a, a lot of people like to blame Dougie for not as much offensive support, but he had a couple big goals, like in game six against Nashville, like that fucking, that goal to tie it um, in game six. Like, I feel like he came up big a couple times, um, but I had a couple goals there against Tampa Bay. I didn't know if you guys had anything, had anything on that. I mean, the Tampa's just so tough and Vasilevsky's I, I in my yeah. opinion, the best goalie in the NHL. I mean, we had a lot of good looks in all five games and just couldn't get anything by him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think there's one player to blame for that. I still, in my opinion, are the hurricanes good? Yes. I still think we're, we're too young when it comes to playoffs, um, especially against a team like Tampa, who's so experienced. Um, and even if we'd gotten past Tampa to go up against, I mean, the Islanders, I think would have been a good series, but to go up against a team like Vegas with all these vets who have been there before, it just, it would have been, it would have been a tough mountain to climb for sure. So my thinking is though, like, how did we beat out Tampa Bay for the division? Like did Tampa Bay just have a bunch of injuries during the regular season? Cause like, yeah. I'll be honest. Like, Kucherov oh, didn't play at all. Yeah. Kucherov didn't play the entire season was okay. listed on long-term injury reserve was skating in March and was somehow miraculously available the first game of the playoffs. There was maybe a little uh, – uh, some, some interesting things going on there. I mean, as, as far as the playoff goes for the team, I agree with Jordan in the sense that they're still young and there's not necessarily the experience. Although I'll say as well, I mean, and, and maybe this goes back to being young, is just a team that scores three or four goals a game in the regular season that suddenly in the playoffs is only scoring one or two, that, that's, a, that's a big red flag. I mean, we're, we're talking about extending uh, Sveshnikov, who obviously is an, a crazy talent. I mean, the guy can be uh, an absolutely dominant player, but where was he in the playoffs? What, what goals was he scoring for us? What was he setting up? I mean, he was a little absent. So for a guy that's talking about wanting, you know, term and money, if you're not going to show up in the playoffs, is it worth giving you that? It's the same thing for Hamilton. I mean, he scored some big goals here and there, and, and I think the experience has helped him. But at times in the playoffs, I was looking out there and I was like, man, it's almost a liability to have you on the ice at times. You know, mm-hmm. like you might score a goal for us, but you might be the reason we give one up as well. So, yeah. Well, and, and what a lot of those things, right? But everything's everything in the playoffs, we're, we're so like, we're so hypersensitive to every little detail, right? I mean, if you miss. If you miss the net in the regular season, we forget about it tomorrow. If you miss the net once in the playoffs, you know, you're an outcast until you score the next goal. So, which might not be until the following year. So, I I don't know. I mean, it's it's always difficult when you get in the playoffs, right? Because you're playing the best teams. And you got to beat them in a seven-game series. It's not playing Detroit in the regular season right now, you know. You've got to mm-hmm. go beat Tampa four times. Can you beat yeah. Detroit four times? Sure, no problem. Can you beat Tampa four games when it really matters? It's a it's a different conversation. So they can be a great team, but I mean, yeah, I agree. Youth inexperience hurts them. 
They're maybe still, you know, not quite the right fit to do it all. But at the same time, if they get a bounce here or there, they could have been up 3-1 in that series. And didn't get some bounces. And, right. you know, again, everybody will talk about Tampa being being $17 million over the cap. And, and I'm with that as well. I think they got to change the rule. I don't think it makes sense to have a salary cap and then just not play with they it. Need, they the need a, hockey needs a hard cap. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it makes sense to not play with it during the playoffs. But, uh, you know, at the same time, we – can look at that at the at the way that the playoffs went look at game one and two and think you know what carolina very easily could have been up two one by the end of game three or up three nothing if those two games like again they, they looked like the better team i thought from the first three games but they were down two to one and when that happens you know you're setting yourself up for failure against a team like tampa especially yeah. when you gotta go to tampa well, and what a lot of people like to uh, pass by, too, is we didn't have uh, Nita Ryder or Trocek for the first two games of that series. And, yeah, that, and they were two of our, they were two of our top goal scorers all, all season. So to not have them for the first two games at home definitely hurt us. No, 100% agree. You're talking about two of your two of your top six being out and Nita Ryder who Nita Ryder and Trocek both, but Nita Ryder having a little extra grit. And being a guy that makes a lot of little plays that I think people don't notice from the defensive standpoint, where he's so good on the board battles, he gets pucks out or he keeps pucks in, you know, a little extra pressure, finishes this check here or there on a team that at times does lack <laughs> some grit. Losing Niederreiter is a big deal for this team. Absolutely. And not just that, but to lose two of our top goal scorer, scorers against a team that has a healthy Kucherov and a healthy Stamkos and Vasilevsky playing at his mm-hmm. peak is just, you know, it was a recipe for a loss. I, I think we competed all five games. Um, so to to talk about, you know, who do you fault, I, I wouldn't put it on any single player. I think it was just poor timing with injuries and uh, that that youth aspect that I mentioned earlier. Um, I knew it was going to be tough going against Tampa and to not poor have – on his head. Right. You guys, and, and I mean, look at look at game one for the Island series. Pollock scores that goal uh, to put them up two nothing. There's no traffic. There's no tip. He beats he beats Vasilevsky from what 35, 40 feet out. Mm-hmm. Carolina couldn't beat him from ten feet out. Vasilevsky was just insane. But in you know in game one against the Islanders, he's not making the same saves. Timing is just a bitch sometimes. Um, I just you just made me think a bit. Uh, six minutes. You might have the game up. Uh, Islanders and Lightning tied at one with 6.15 left in the first. So yeah, I'm about to pull it up right on, now, uh, on my phone. For, outside, it's, it's, for, uh, Borelli's was silent, but now they're rocking. The score is tied. Yeah, I mean, it's, as much as I love Carolina, I think New York is a much more as much harder test for Tampa because of their style of play. I don't think it's a good – I think it's a tough matchup for Tampa with the styles of play. But I think Carolina is a better team than New York. I think New York can push Tampa farther because of the styles of play. Yep. Don't don't forget that Carolina and Tampa played each other all year. You know, yep. this is the first right. time these two teams are seeing each other. And it's it's one thing to watch film and to have all these, like, opinions when you're watching TV. But it's awesome. another thing to actually go play against the team. And, you know, it, it's going to create – I think it's going to create a better matchup because there's more competition. Absolutely. I agree with that point 100%. And that's that's why I knew this year. I mean, hockey playoffs are always interesting. You always have like that Columbus uh, sweeping Tampa. What was that two years ago? 
And but now this year, especially with Canada, uh, with Canada, Canada, having their, Canada. <laughs> Canada having their own division with all those lackluster teams. So I, I don't understand. And maybe this, maybe there's a reason they did this. Maybe it's because people in Canada are so passionate about hockey, but at some point our, Someone from Canada is going to have to come play in the United States or vice versa. I don't know how they're doing the Stanley Cup this year, uh, to be fair. But, like, why didn't they just put all these Canadian teams in the United States for the playoffs? Well, like, so what happened, what happened was – Last year, they could do the same thing this they're year. They're traveling now. Yeah, they're traveling now. What happened was with COVID, Canada um, wasn't allowing any travel between U.S. Yeah, and Canada – like, any country not. at all. Well, no, they they're are now, not. but the – They made exemptions for, for Montreal. So, yeah, so Montreal's playing Vegas right now, and they're allowed to travel to Vegas. So this is the first time any Canadian team is playing a U.S. team. But the Canadian division was so weak this year, um, talent-wise, and it kind of showed when they got down to uh, Toronto versus Winnipeg and then Edmonton, Montreal. You know, it's just – it's been such a – Got those matches backwards, but don't worry about it. (laughs) Montreal beat Toronto, but – Montreal – you, you don't uh, yeah. just don't just don't tell just don't tell the uh, the Montreal fan base that they don't want their credit for beating Toronto. They're just happy where they are. Hey, there you hey, go. Riley, there you go. Yeah, I got him. I got him twisted, which is, which is like me, because you know, especially with the with them separating the Canadian division from the U.S., I really didn't pay attention this year because I knew that they were just going to get stomped by any team. Because you look at Tampa in the playoffs, they beat Florida, who was number two behind Carolina, and then they beat Carolina, who was number one in the um, Central Division. You know, so they've played tough teams all year. Like, that was easily the toughest division in all of hockey this year. So, to then play the Islanders now, and then Montreal having to go play Vegas, who's just been dominant, is just... The argument, though, the argument, though, is that the the East was the, the strongest division with the Islanders, the Capitals, the Rangers, Pittsburgh, Boston. I mean, I, I can see the argument for either one of those divisions. I could even see it for the West being the, the tougher, you know, the tough. I can see an argument for any of those. The thing that was interesting to me is like this was um, this this format that they did was kind of more along the lines of what they do in soccer in Europe, where they have their Champions League, where you play essentially in a league, um, you know, your English league or your French league, your German league or whatever. You all these teams play and, and they go and win their league, and then there's you know the, the the Champions League, which is the best teams from each each league going to play each other uh, in a tournament, and it's it's been interesting because you're like. Oh, this team is so dominant in this league, but then you don't you don't really know what it, the comparison is going to be against the other leagues, and that's kind of what we're seeing now. Is we're like, wow, like Carolina was dominant in their league, but Tampa beats them. How is how is this match up with the East Division, where you know the Islanders were not dominant in their their league at all, but now this series between them and Tampa is amazing. Montreal was almost garbage at times in the North Division, but they win their division and they're they're here. And you know Vegas being a good team all year is like. You know, Montreal, good for you. Carey Price is amazing, but you're going to need more than that to beat us. Right. It's – I to a degree, I've kind of enjoyed the, the format for, for this year. I don't think I want to see it all the time, but I don't hate the way the divisions are matched up. It would be really cool to me to see that these divisions kind of continue uh, a, a little bit, but with some interdivision play as the year goes on. But, but not a lot. I, I like – I like seeing teams in division over and over again because it builds the rivalry and having like a game here or there outside of division is, is great, but it makes the playoff matchup so much more intense and interesting as they go. Mike, what sure. was your- and I, I agree with that. What's up, Riley? What was your question? 
You had I don't some... know. Probably wasn't that important. What uh, NBA playoffs? Um, that's let's go, Suns. What do you? What do you, what you I haven't what even watched any of it this year. What's your What's your guys' thoughts? I will be honest with you. I had this conversation with some people at work the other day, and um, we had been talking about the NBA for a solid twenty minutes. And I, t- I finally eventually told them, I was like, you know what the really sad thing about the NBA is, is that I can honestly say I haven't watched more than 10 minutes of an NBA game this year and was yeah. able to have a 30-minute conversation about the playoffs. Agreed. So I actually have, but not till the playoffs. Um, but, uh, no, I'm, I'm all in on Phoenix right now. Mm-hmm. I like Devin Booker. Um, I don't really want to see Brooklyn win, to be honest. Yeah. Even though I should, by all definitions, want to see Brooklyn win. Uh, I thought you were a Knicks guy, though. I am a Knicks guy. But, you know, you know how uh, – But who wants to admit that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I rooted for the Knicks. I watched them play in the playoffs. They they didn't deserve to be there. Like, Trey Young just made them their his bitch. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I'm – I don't know. I like, I like Phoenix. Don't know why. That's my opinion on the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if Brooklyn doesn't come out with it, then it's just a wasted season for them, considering I mean, that LeBron got knocked out in the first round. The season, though. But I think, yeah, but I, I think I saw that both Harden and Kyrie are not playing tonight. Because mm-hmm. I think yeah, actually, and the series and the series is tied, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, let me look up. Let me it is. Up. It's two two. Let me see. Um, okay. With with six minutes left in the first quarter, Bucks are up twelve to four. And I'm assuming yeah, it's just KD. Yeah. Well, was, but then, but that goes to show you that you know the super team is good in theory, but if you lose two of the three stars and you've you've given up all your depth on the bench for three superstars that you could potentially lose in the playoffs if you don't have everyone healthy. I mean, that's what like remember Dirk Nowitzki beat the Heat. Well, that was that, yeah, but that was a full force Heat team. I don't know what happened that year, and I'm and I'm a Heat fan, but um, you know things happen. But the, my point was is the simple fact that I haven't watched any games this year and was able to sit there and watch and talk NFL playoffs. Uh, sorry, NBA playoffs. You know that's not something I'd be able to do in hockey or the NFL. You know, yeah. like it, the discrepancy is so bad in the NBA right now. It's it's just you don't even have to follow to be able to have hold a 30 minute conversation about it. I think my biggest problem with the NBA is not the games. I mean, the games can be entertaining. It's the fact that the NBA is so overcovered by every major sporting media outlet. I'm just sick of it. I'm sick and tired of the LeBron network being ESPN. Like, can they go can ESPN go like a day without putting a LeBron story up? They can't. Well, can ESPN go a day without putting the White Sox on TV? <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, guess not. But, like, you know, I'm, I'm tired of seeing, like, oh, LeBron and Drake went to Bronny's high school game. Like, I don't <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. I don't care about that. But it's yeah. it's front-page news. Like, Bleacher Report and ESPN, like, whoa, LeBron <laughs> and Drake, we have to cover it. And it's like, no, you really don't, guys. We could care less. It's a fucking yeah. dad and his friend rooting for their, like, his kid. Like, well, and I – and I'll be honest, I, I can't tell you the last time I watched an ESPN show. 
Jordan, because because I, I agree with you. It's it's the same it's the same thing every day. It's what's LeBron doing in the offseason. Like they don't cover baseball the same way. They don't cover hockey the same way. It's like what? Why am I going to waste my time? I mean, I don't know how Jacob does it. They never cover soccer, ever. Uh, and they have the and they I, have I cover that myself. What? And they have they have an NIT. Yeah, and they have the MLS contract. That's the funny thing. You know, they spent all this money to cover the MLS, and none of their talk shows talk about soccer. Nope. They have, and, they have what they have is they have ESPN FC, and you have to be subscribed to like their. You have to have their app, and you have to do, like you basically have to jump through hoops to do it. I mean, all in all, I think we can all agree that ESPN covers two things: they cover the NFL and they cover LeBron James, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think that with the new contract, contract too, so you can see nothing hockey anymore? Do you think that'll Are change the new contract? With the new what, what, which the contract? contract? Like ESPN, uh, they signed that new contract with NHL. There's going to be all these other games. Do you think? That- I think it'll. I think it'll change a little bit. Now, one thing I have enjoyed, even though they haven't had the contract, was in the crease. But again, like Jacob said, you have to be subscribed to ESPN Plus to watch it. But I, I hope they bring in the crease to regular TV. And, you know, continue that NHL coverage with that new contract. I hope it changes because, like, like I said, and it's not that I don't like those talk shows. They just be, they're just boring. And, you know, and you watch first take, it's three hours long. They cover the same LeBron topics four times in those three hours. Yeah. So, all that being set aside, how about the fact that, like, hey, they're going to play more games on for hockey, but their broadcasts are Most terrible. ESPN Plus. They are like their broadcasts are not compelling at all. I get annoyed every week at that Monday night football announcers to the point where I turn the game off because they got Burger McFarlane interjecting the stupidest opinions in the fucking world. <laughs> and then like whoever the commentators are in the booth are dumb as shit. Like, you know, it's like, hey, you pick some guys that played Pop Warner back when they were 12. And like, hey, they're gonna announce the game now. It's ridiculous. But you can like, you can say that with Monday any sport, where their though. Sunday night baseball is also terrible. Like, you know, they don't have Joe Morgan up there preaching about when he was back and playing, but still, like no. there's, there's no oh, knowledge like game calls. So I don't I don't think you need to be a former I don't think you need to be a former pro to be able to commentate on a sport, but just pick a person with a personality. Like I don't you're, you're right. I don't want to How hear about someone knows what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Give it, pick somebody with a personality that's not going to talk about the Pop Warner days. 100% on board with that. Like, I'm Chris Collinsworth, too, or Booger McFarlane. There's the guy. But like, I, I agree with that. Like, the, the, the one thing that they've – that NBC has done, right, I think I think it's NBC, or maybe it is ESPN. No, it's ESPN. They brought on P.K. Subban. It's a great personality to bring on for, for hockey uh, uh, color commentating. Now, he's just an analyst for them, but – it's a good step in the right direction. They brought on a guy that has some personality. Yes, he's playing in the NHL. He's still playing in the NHL. But, like, it just gives it a different dynamic of somebody that can actually elaborate on something that's happening in the game but also give us, like, something more than that guy touched the puck. Thank you. No, my, my, favorite, my favorite move by ESPN was bringing on a two-time cheater in baseball as a, as a regular commentary oh, on baseball. Oh. Hey. Hey, I, I will say though, Alex Rodriguez is a student of the sport. Like, he, he's far and away better than Joe Morgan was and Aaron Boone was. Like, as the Yankees fan, I like John Miller though. Who? John Miller, who used to do it with Joe Morgan. I hated Joe Morgan though. But you did. But you're. But you hated John. Did you like Johnny Miller though? No, because I hated Joe Morgan so okay, much I didn't yeah. care what he said. Now listen, Mike, I love you, but. 
um, if Alex Rodriguez is such the student of the game that he's supposed to be, then why did he feel the need to cheat twice? That's completely beside the point. It's not. He, he knows baseball. It's not. It's he's a commentator now. Who gives a shit about? It? Like, I, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's over. He doesn't play anymore. Let, you know, let's he, talk about he, how he Pete Rose needs to be in wants. the hall today. Let's talk about how Pete Rose needs to be in the hall. Don't get me started on. Oh, I don't. I don't disagree with you at all. I don't disagree. I think Pete Rose needs to be in the Hall of Fame, but that that's not what we're talking and about. And on Rodriguez. top of that, let's talk about how Manfred whoa, 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 whoa. has now solidified on, his place on, at the top of the worst comparing commission. The, we're not comparing Pete Rose to Alex Rodriguez. I wasn't. Who Pete said that? Pete at baseball. Pete Rose bet on games that he didn't play in. That's not the same thing. He didn't take any supplemental growth hormones or anything like that. The dude just wanted to bet on games. Hey, like, listen, he, listen. That's not you, are, you are besides the point. Go over there and grill your burgers or whatever the hell. Yeah, you what are you cooking, Jacob? Some burgers. Hell yeah. Hey, where's mine? You got some for me? I'll be there in two hours. Hey, if, if you make it down here, I'll grill burgers for you. Hey, I'll buy you a Miller 64. <laughs> Mike, it's, it's free. You don't have to buy me anything. Just show up. I'll grill a burger for you. I'll, I'll bring a six-pack of Milwaukee's Best. How about that? Oh, Milwaukee's ready to go. Those will be uh, – I'll drink some Labatt. You can keep the Milwaukee's Best. I'll drink the Labatt. <laughs> oh, Canada. This is hey, it's great. all about I, the Bush lattes. All about those lattes. Since I've been here. I might need to get some. That's your I loss. Had, that's all I drank all this last golf weekend was bush lattes. Damn. Because I remember that there was that period where that was like that October, November. Like, and that's what we were doing, the action where it was just bush lattes. Like. Always. Always, man. Hey, listen, I, I won second place in this golf tournament on bush lattes, so I'll be drinking them again next year. Oh, yeah. Um, that's because we're sober by the end of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not if you drink enough of them not if you know how to do it right jordan i don't know how many you'd have to drink to get a lot off of a, a bush hey, latte, I, I, I don't think, think the, uh, both of them in a round of in a round of of golf to get me drunk and i suck at golf the the amount of uh bush lattes you have to drink to get drunk is like the amount of weed you have to smoke to die from it <laughs> It's a pretty good analogy. I like that. I'll be right back. I gotta take a piss. We're we're here for it. <laughs> I like that. Jay, what kind of burgers are you making? Uh, I don't know. Girlfriend picked them up at Costco. I think they were a twenty-four pack. They were really cheap. They're all right. Mm. This is the point where everyone stops listening because we're talking about what kind of burgers Jacob's grilling. I know. One, one of them is a shrimp burger because the girlfriend is vegetarian. Well, well, pescatarian. But she buys me all the meat to grill because she knows I like meat. So she's a keeper. Yeah, but she doesn't like meat. Well, she likes my meat. <laughs> all right, that part's going to get cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, that has to stay on. That's the best part of the whole thing. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Wait, he has a better like moment me. than that. <laughs> I wonder if Riley's gonna like listen to this before he puts it on a podcast. I hope so. I really, that part hope, definitely I really hope not. Cut out. I really hope not. I hope he posts it and then listens to it. There's I no mean, we getting edited. It's all going on. Uh oh. Oh boy. Well, all 15 <laughs> listeners are gonna be in for a surprise. <laughs> is that 15 counting us, or is that 15 separate from us? I'm hoping separate. Me too. <laughs> what what part were you talking? Has got to get edited out. 
Don't worry. You left the room. You're, yeah, you're don't out worry of it. About it. All right. You know what? Fuck you guys then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What haven't we talked about? Uh, I mean, no, no, we're not getting into that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, this is this is a this is a casual listening zone. We are not getting into that heated debate. Let's see. The next uh, koozie I'm going to pull out is the uh, Duluth Trading Home of the Long Tail Shirt koozie. That part should get edited out. <laughs> long tailed shirt yeah. well for for everyone listening uh, I want to wish Riley good luck in his travels on Saturday I appreciate it yeah hopefully, hopefully shouldn't be a cluster but because yeah. it'll be Saturday into Sunday um, and I've been trying to figure out if the flight over there I'm going to have Wi-Fi or not you uh, should I, on a flight that long most of them do but what uh, airline are you flying so it's that Patriot Express is what I'm going on. Oh, that's that's yeah, exactly. I hope you brought a book and uh, download a lot of music onto your. Right here, got it. Still downloads the music. Well, Patriot real Express. quick, real quick before we end this thing because I'm not sure when it'll be done. But uh, cheers to uh, Riley and to the next happy hour with the boys on the Uncle Riles Burning Bridges podcast. Hell yeah, appreciate it. I think Jordan's trying to leave. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not fucking yeah. leaving. Oh, <laughs> the show goes on. By, by the way, for, this is this is not an invite to anybody. Well, I guess this doesn't matter because the people listening won't find out until after. But anybody on this podcast right now that wants to come over uh, all the way down to Charlotte for a little housewarming party on Saturday, you just let me know. I'll send you the address. Whose house? This one, the one at. Nikki's house, as tightly as Nikki's house, oh. but you know she likes to say it's our house. Hey, I have plans. She, she on paid Saturday. for it. Yeah, Mike and I have a tea time. Well, uh, we'll have to circle back. <laughs> what time is that tea time? Eight o'clock. Thirty, right? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Oh, this this ain't even starting until six thirty. So you're telling me I got to get off the course after playing a, a tight eighteen and drive to Charlotte to get hammered? Yeah. To Charlotte. Yeah, Mike and, then, Mike and I are playing 100 a hole, so. Yeah. I drive to Charlotte. You're, you're flying to Korea Charlotte. on Saturday. I've, I haven't been out in Charlotte since fucking uh, St. Patrick's Day in 2019, I think, or 2018. Fuck, I don't 100% know. believe that Riley would drive here. Yeah. I was Oh, okay. I got a topic for us. Let's get uh, let's get everyone's predictions on the Jaguars' record at the end of the season with Trevor Lawrence at the helm. Ooh, I think they make the playoffs. <laughs> I, I, I say, they uh, the oh, they're playing they're playing a seventeen game season. Don't forget that they're going to make the playoffs. No, no, they play no. a shit conference. Oh, that's a hot <laughs> a shit division. They play Ooh, in a shit. I know. So make the playoffs. Playoffs. We're going all right. Well, Jacksonville they won over one game last Jacksonville year. over under six and a half wins. Yeah, I give them five. I give them over. Yeah, I'm going to go five and 12. But getting it is the sixth seed. I don't even think I'd give them that. Dude, I'd give give Jacksonville like maybe like four and 13. Oh, that's rough. I still think Uh, they're bad. I mean, they still, uh, I don't know. Everything away to make sure they think. What do they have left? 
Jordan phrased the question incorrectly. It's not it's not about Trevor Lawrence. It's about the dude holding the the uh, head coaching position. That's what it's all about. Yep. That's why they're going to the playoffs. Yeah, because because those high pedigree college coaches have such a good record in the NFL. Uh, Pete Carroll. Yeah. All right, Riley froze. What did you say? I said I said uh, Petey Carroll. You're talking shit about college okay. coaches going to the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else? Who else? Uh, Bill O'Brien made the playoffs a couple times. <laughs> yeah, and then he completely traded away his entire roster. Hey, fucking Jimmy, hey, hey, Jimmy, Jimmy Harbaugh went to Stanford and then San Francisco was what power outage away from winning a Super Bowl, you know? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. He lost to his brother. I know. <laughs> That's you know, fucking you awkward. Now, that now I'm trying to leave. Yeah, yeah, that that to me, the older brother always wins. Is John older? I don't know. He is. John is the older brother. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he still lost to his brother. The Harbaugh's parents both went to one. Yeah. What about, All right. Uh, All right. Yeah, I'll, no. get Nick a, I'll get into it. Nick was terrible in the NFL. Well, he was. But if you would have got Drew Brees, if you would end up getting Drew Brees at Miami, you never know what the fuck could happen. No. You can't even come up with that hypothetical type of situation, though. Yes, you can. You can do whatever you want. This is embarrassing. Saban, Saban was Saban was destined to be a college the college coach that he is. Yeah, yeah. And I was destined to finish now, a six pack of shandy tonight. Now, yeah, shit, bro. <laughs> Now, staying on the NFL topic, is Danny Dimes the quarterback of the Giants' future? <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. Mikey G, the, the – Yes. Yes, he you mean, is. Give, oh, wait, why, Mike? Why is he the franchise quarterback of the future? Uh, because, I mean, he, like – so, granted, he's had a lot of turnover problems. He needs to wear a glove on his non-throwing hand. All hands. He needs to wear a glove on his non-throwing hand. But – he hasn't had the wide receivers. He hasn't had the offensive line, and he hasn't had Saquon Barkley. And okay, that, that's so, my argument. Like his offensive line played really well down the stretch last year, but he had no one to throw to. Sterling Shepard is a slot receiver best. He's not a number one. They went out and got Kenny Galladay to be the number one. Now they have two slots because they got Tooney from Florida. They got a deep threat in Darius, and they still have and Saquon's going to be back and healthy. Okay, and I agree with that, but I'll throw this caveat in there. If if they don't if they don't make the playoffs this year with the new retooled offense, do they stick with Danny next year? I don't know. It depends how he plays. You know, I I I think if he plays well and they lose, they miss the playoffs because of other reasons, I think he will still be the quarterback next year. Uh, if he doesn't play well, then, you know, we'll, we'll see. You got to remember, he's basically Eli Manning who can run. Like, that's yes. what they, they went out. They went and got the exact same guy as Eli Manning, same body type, same, you know, type of player. Eli threw so many fucking interceptions in his, in his career. Like, you know, people forget in, when he wasn't making playoff runs against the Patriots, like, he was throwing 30 interceptions a year. Well, not that many, but a lot. Right. So when I well, got a Eli Manning type quarterback who can run the ball. I agree. 
Well, and I will, as much as people love the shit on Gettleman, I will give him this. He made the right decision in drafting Jones over uh, Dwayne Haskins. Oh, yeah. Shit. Sure. I mean, that's, that, that's, that's obvious at this point. Even, the, even though Riley questioned it the whole way. Well, of course he yeah. did. Who knows? I don't know what yeah, you're I talking about. Wrong. Riley okay, I, was wrong. I was wrong. Okay, admit it, you know? So, so Riley, I told Riley, like, when that was all happening, that I didn't want Dwayne Haskins as my quarterback. And he before the draft, it. too. Yeah, this was before. This was during the Rose Bowl that Ohio State won back in, what was it, 2018? Uh, uh, 17, 18 now. January 18, of 19. Yeah. It would have been New Year's Day of 19. Oh, yeah. No way. I, I told Riley that day that I didn't want Dwayne Haskins as my quarterback. And I was we were watching it on his couch. Back at the old well, Fayetteville yeah. apartment. What a shithole that was. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. But, yeah, and to, I've, I've stuck with that, I guess, you know. I'm, I'm interested to see what they do. I, you know, I wish, I wish Danny nothing but the best, you know, because he's a, but see, I hope he succeeds, but I, I, I have a, fe- I have a bad feeling in my gut that he's going to be like the next, I, I don't want, I don't say this comparing him to, Trubisky, but I have a bad feeling that he will be the next Trubisky, where he just doesn't doesn't reach the point where they want him to get to, and they have to move on. Yeah, Jordan, don't care comparing Trubisky. He could be much worse. Ouch. Trub- uh, yeah, let's talk about your Saints there with uh... famous Jameis. Yeah, yeah. Who, who's going to be the Saints starter? How many, hey, how you know what? Are you going to throw? But okay, but. He got his eyes fixed. He might he might throw 35 interceptions, but if he throws 35 interceptions, he's probably going to throw 40 touchdowns. So, you know, you know, we're, we're, there's a little trade-off here. <laughs> hey, I, it, I will say that may be one of the funniest stories, and only Jameis would have the story like this, is to go out and throw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions, then walk into the coaching staff that offseason and be like, uh, by the way, I can't see past 20 yards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If that's if that's the truth, if that's the truth and it's fixed now, I do actually have confidence in him going I, forward. I, if that's the truth, I would have. I, mean, I would have his receivers. He was just heaving the ball downfield and counting on Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Okay. Well, who would who would have known back in 2013 that Mike Evans made Johnny Football, not the other way around? Yeah, I know that's true. Uh, actually, I, I would have told you that. I, I, dude, I've I've not been a Johnny Football fan since his days at Texas A&M. When he couldn't beat bad LSU teams, I was like, nah, it's not real. Did you like when he oh, was hey. on the uh, Montreal Alouettes? I liked when he was on the – Those were his best years. <laughs> what no, about you, you playing you the AAF? Yeah, you didn't – no, you didn't You didn't watch the uh, the new formed Arena Football League that he's been playing in. That dude, he's been – Is that – he's actually oh, – Yeah, I forgot about that. I, I take pride in the fact that I went and saw Johnny Football's last good football game. Mm. Uh, that was what game was that? Which was what? The Chick Fil A. No, his last game with Texas A and M, the Chick Fil A Bowl versus Duke. Oh shit, man! I I was there for that when he came back. For I think they were down like thirty-five to fourteen or something like that, and he came back and won fifty-two to forty-nine or something like that. I vaguely remember that. Did they? Did Texas A and M kick a field goal to win it? That game? Uh, I believe they did. So what happened was is Duke got out to a big lead and then Cutcliffe 
decided to go into preventative offense and just run the clock for the last two quarters. And Johnny Football just kept running down the field and scoring. Um, but it was a hell of a game, and it, I, I take pride in the fact that I saw Johnny Football's last good football game. Yeah. He had a couple of good games with the Browns. I'm sure he had one good one in Canada. Yeah, I don't remember any good football games that he had with the Browns. Did he even play for the Browns? Yeah, I'm with Jordan. Honestly, I might just go – I might fuck around right now and go on eBay and fucking buy a Browns jersey and have it fucking shipped to my mom and then just send it to me when I get to Korea. Get a Johnny Football Browns jersey. I, you know what? Don't fucking tempt me. Let me look on eBay right now and see how much they are. <laughs> if I if I'm ever buying another Browns jersey, it's Trent Richardson, hands down. Oh god! <laughs> for anybody who would still be listening at the point at this point, should make note that Riley is actually a Lions fan. He just likes teams that always lose. True. Yeah. So here's here's the thing. My although I although I will say, and I never thought I'd say this, but the Browns are stacked. We're well over an hour now. <laughs> So these Johnny Manziel's stack compared to who? Compared to the rest the of the league. Uh, yeah, compared to the Jets, I'll agree with that. Compared to the rest I mean, of the ev- everyone, everyone uh, is stacked compared to the Jets at this point. Jesus. Did even you just the say the Jaguars. Browns are stacked compared to Tampa? Well, I mean, come on now. Let's let's be real. I you know. Yeah, like I'll, I'll say that the Browns have a the Browns have a good football team, but I mean stacked, come on, man. No, they made more moves this offseason. If you look at their roster going into this season, they they are going to compete in the AFC North on it hands down. Hell yeah. I mean, they just did this past year. They might have they, – they, I will even it's go out and say they, they just, might I even – They find a way to let everybody down like they always do. No, I, I, I will even go out to say that they will even beat out the Steelers this year in the AFC North. Oh, yeah, the Steelers. They're going to what? I I will go out and say that they will they will flat out beat the Steelers in the AFC North. What about the Ravens? Like like beat them in a head to head game or or win the AFC North? I I want I want a clear so beat the Ravens prediction. You saying? Well, I don't know about that. See, as oh, a Ravens shit, fan, huh? I can't admit that. Shit, huh? Jordan, who's winning the AFC North? It might be the Browns. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I, I just can't see it. Like, actually, no, I can't. You know, I, I can see it, actually. I think I think I'll, I'll piggyback on Jordan's comment here. I think the Browns win the AFC North and get the living shit beat out of them in the first round. By who? <laughs> they should have beat Kansas City. Whoever. <laughs> Pick a team. If it's the Jets, it's the Jets. It doesn't matter. It's Cleveland. They will find a way to disappoint. Hey, they if you ask Riley, it's going to be Jacksonville. What they do, and they'll just fucking. No, no, no. But Jacob, in all fairness, in all fairness, that game against the Chiefs, if the refs didn't miss that targeting call on the goal line, yeah, helmet to helmet hit, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, it is a completely different football game. One hundred percent. Or, or just you know, forget I, that. Yeah, no, I mean, out of the fucking ball, don't fumble it out of the end there. I still think the Chiefs win the game, but that's a fair comment. No arguments to get you there. That's what I'm saying. And on top of that, they went I mean, out and I'll, I'll say this though. I think um, I think if you're I think if your whole Jordan, if your whole game comes down to one play though, you're probably not the better team. No, no, no. And, and I'm not saying that the whole game it changes. They they could have beat Kansas City and they gave them 
they gave them a fight. They gave a fight against the defending Super Bowl champions, and then they go out this offseason and make additions like Jadavian Clowney on the defensive line. They are going to be tough to beat this mm-hmm. year. And they finally found their franchise quarterback. Yep. They've got they nope, still Martin. got a healthy Nick Chubb. They've got Kareem Hunt. They've got OBJ. They've got Jarvis Landry. They are a stacked football team. And I I can't believe I'm yeah. saying this as a Ravens yeah. fan, but they will 100 compete and win the AFC North. What's up, Mike? What's happening? They'll be a good team. I still don't think they're I still don't think they win a Super Bowl. Oh, don't worry about it. And it's it's tough too because I go back to the argument that you know in a play in a one game playoff anything can happen. So so maybe they can win a Super Bowl, but. I mean, just making the playoffs in the NFL is tough. So. I mean, but just look at what they did last year to the Steelers in the first round of the playoffs. It wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. Talk about a team that is going to be trash this year is the Steelers. Yes. Potentially. Big Ben's done, and he's holding on to a pipe dream that he's going to win another Super Bowl. It's not going to happen. It wasn't going to happen when he won his last Super Bowl or went right. to his last Super Bowl. And lost. So until until Pittsburgh can swallow the, the pill of having to win without Big Ben, they're not going to be anything. Yeah, no, it's so – they're, they're who, terrible. Who starts for Pittsburgh when after this, this next year? Is it uh, Savannah's old high school classmate? It's not – it's not – it's not has – no. It, they're hey, going to so draft He's somebody. terrible too. Don't tell Savannah that. Mason Rudolph, like, they, they literally wasted their chance for good quarterbacks for years because they're holding on to this Big Ben pipe dream, and he sucks. Mason Rudolph sucks, and Dwayne Haskins sucks. I I can yeah, honestly man. see Pittsburgh not drafting a quarterback, but I could see them going out and spending a lot of money on a good vet to try and win again, to try and win right away next next year. Yeah, but who, who are they going to get? Like, who's the, they're going to get Le'Veon Bell back? Like, who's available? I've heard Aaron Rodgers is available. Yeah, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers going to Schittsburg, that'd be a story. I, I hope not. I hope not. I do not need to see him in black and yellow. Please, God. <laughs> Dude, do would not that, do that not be me. a shit show or what? Could you imagine? Do that? not do that. Imagine Pittsburgh. I, 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 I can't. Last game of the season, coming down for the comp, the division championship and fucking Aaron Rodgers going to Cleveland as a Steeler. Hey, I can I cannot picture Aaron Rodgers with his 1940s chin strap in a black and yellow helmet. <laughs> hey, I, I will say I talk a lot of shit about Aaron Rodgers, but I don't think he's going to win again ever either. That's sad. Totally not going to happen in Green Bay. It's not going to happen in Green Bay. It's not going to happen in Green Bay, and I don't think I don't think it's he's going to be able to go anywhere else and win either because his ego is too big at this point. Hey, I see you. You're you're an Aaron Rodgers hater, man. That guy's Always have been. one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Well, I mean, last year I came out with the stupidest fucking take ever that he was the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. And what does he do? Goes and proves me wrong by winning an MVP. But oh, I'm wow. pretty I'm pretty fairly confident about the fact that I don't think he's going to win again. Now, here's another question: How does Carson Wentz do in Indianapolis? The fact that he was overrated, though. I was, yeah. Okay, just wanted to clear that up. Yeah, I'm glad you're just throwing my credibility down the trash. But for for anybody that's still (laughs) listening, Mikey has just fucked himself on that credibility standpoint. (laughs) You fair? We all have in this conversation, so it's fine. I still think uh, I still think he's never going to win again. I mean, look at the season him and uh, what's his name had, and they they still they didn't really do much in the playoffs. No, what's what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers is he's going to have to do what Peyton did and go to a team with a stacked defense with his throwing ability and win a championship. Yeah, 
but but who? Yeah, you know what? You know what's gonna happen? I mean, you know what's gonna happen? He's gonna end up in in Las Vegas with John Gruden. You know, and oh. it's gonna be a last ditch attempt by both of them to try and resurrect their careers. Yes, yeah. They're gonna win a Super Bowl and fuck that franchise for another fifteen years. Yeah. It's going to be John Gruden and Aaron Rodgers winning a Super Bowl and then never, ever, ever win anything ever again. Shit. Yeah, I don't know. I have a soft spot. I have a soft spot for the Raiders for my for my grandfather, but um, yeah, I don't see I don't see Gruden winning a winning a Super Bowl in in Vegas. Jordan, you have a soft spot for like half the teams in the league. Not not really, <laughs> no. But I appreciate the. He's got, the, he's got the Browns, who's in his own division that he's suddenly got a soft spot for. He's got the Raiders now, too. Like you got the Panthers. It's not a soft Berkeley. spot. I'm a football fan. I'm gonna, listen, listen, I got to give credit where anybody ever had a soft spot for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, fuck the Carolina Panthers. Because he, li- he lives in Carolina now. That doesn't mean I have a soft spot for the Panthers. He's a, he's a Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, wait, no, he left, too. Um. <laughs> I got yeah. nothing left for them. They just suck. <laughs> got nothing. Hey, they got Sam, Sam Darnold, baby. Yeah, you see it. They're going Sam to... Darnold resurrection. Hey, you know what though? Carolina could be decent this year. They're just playing in a tough division. You know what, Jacob? Just for you, I'm going to create a shirt that's going to sell out in Charlotte. It's going to be the Sam Darnold resurrection tour. <laughs> Honestly, I'd buy that shirt as a fuck or maybe i buy a koozie to set it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they carolina could finish second in that division cuz i think i think the saints i've have to, i've had to do so much restructuring they could be they could they could struggle um atlanta You're they just suck. Your own and, and tampa is obviously just tampa like they're going to be better than everybody else like the but the rest of the division you know who knows <laughs> Listen, the only way Tom Brady ever leaves the league is if he gets popped like Kurt Warner did against the Saints that year in the playoffs where Kurt Warner is just like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Oh, when they were putting bounties on him? Yeah. Oh, man, that was the best time to watch football, wasn't it? (laughs) God, I fucking loved it. Super Bowl champs, you can hate all you want. We still got the ring. Oh, and I will go out to say that with Tennessee adding Julio Jones, I don't think he makes them any better. Hey, guys, I, I mean, it's going to be like an Odell Beckham Jr. situation. They got to try and figure out how to work him into the offense and make it work. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a run first offense. Yeah, like Julio's numbers are one hundred percent going to go down because he's going from a throw first offense in Atlanta to Tennessee, who has a former wide receiver at Texas A and M as their quarterback. <laughs> how did that even happen? He goes to Miami first. That's how that happens. How did how did Ryan Tannehill end up as a quarterback in the NFL? Does anyone know? No. All I know he is he played a little bit at Texas A&M as well. He did. He he went he went to Texas A&M as a wide receiver, and I think played his last year year and a half as a quarterback, and then got no, no, drafted no. by Miami. The story is even better than that. He went to Texas A&M as a quarterback. He was a quarterback in high school. He was a good athlete. He didn't win a spot as a quarterback, and they were like, oh, can you play wide receiver? So he did. Beautiful. For two Love years. It. And then Love a quarterback got hurt in a game, and they, he was like the, the next best option. And all of a sudden, they were like, this is our guy. He's our quarterback. And so now he's an NFL quarterback. That, that Disney needs to make a movie on that. Yeah, they, they do. really should. That could be the next version of the rookie. Yep. And then let Margot Robbie play his wife. 
Yes. Ooh, yeah. We should get Margot Robbie to play uh, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> no, not not a good idea. If, 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 uh, you know what? Nikki's just suggested that Scarlett Johansson play uh, play uh, Ryan Tannehill instead. No, nah, her her ego's too big. Doesn't uh, Ryan Tannehill have like a really? No, well, that's fair. Gotta... Uh, Scarlett Johansson would play a really good Aaron Rodgers. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I think it'd be funny to see ScarJo in a fake beard. Yeah, I'd not be... being able to drink a beer. I'd still watch it. Do you mistake through your car? <laughs> I'm still watching. I'm uh, I'm still shook that Aaron Rodgers chose the chick from Divergent over Danica Patrick to be his wife. Didn't he marry Danica Patrick? Uh-uh. They, they no, they they were they were just dating. Didn't he date Olivia Munn also? Yes, he Listen, did. Crazy. He's kind of gone downhill. Find each other. He's kind of gone downhill in his uh, whole dating scene. He has. Well, I thought I thought Danica was an upgrade in my opinion, and then he went downhill from there. Nah. I guess. I but then know. again, I'm I have a little nasty. Danica's bias got a shit ton one, more so. money. That's true. Fair. That is true. Oh, Thank Dan, you, Nick, voice Nick, that's not in the screen. Nikki has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> what? They said Nikki's entered the chat. I've been sitting there. Awesome for like the last 10 minutes. Hell yeah. Nice. Hey, hey, give us. He doesn't like the Aaron Rodgers slander either. No. Give us Aaron Rodgers is my Lord and Savior. Thank you. I'm going to keep slamming Aaron Rodgers. Honest rating. How is Jacob's burgers that he cooked tonight? Mikey, make sure you use protection when you're slamming him. (laughs) Absolutely. That's not even a question. Honest rating. I don't. I don't know how far we are we are into this podcast, but I'm pretty sure at this point we will be the only four people that listen to it. Oh no, no, you, you, you never know who will jump on a list. I won't. But you know what? Nobody fucking asked you, so hey. How long has this been going? Well, I'm sure Jordan can get Ashley to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, we gotta be on hour two or three now. I, I'm oh she no Ashley Ashley will listen to it just to make sure I didn't talk any shit. Oh, you wow, talk, let's talk shit about her just in general because you've talked a lot of shit. That's true. I mean, what what else do I do, Jacob? Well, that's what I'm saying though. Is is she just getting on to make sure you haven't talked shit about her or in general? Because if it's in general, you're kind of fucked. Well, we'll go with it. We'll go with in general, and I'm already prepared for that. All right. Well, we ain't worried about it then because that's got to be every night. Right. Right. No, this this is exactly what I wanted this to be. Like when Jordan and I were always talk about podcasts, like this is exactly. Like this is exactly well, what it should be. So, looking at the clock, uh, it's like nine thirty. So, 30 so right completely now. unlistenable. That's that's what I heard. You wanted your podcast to be completely unlistenable. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is great! What the hell? Yeah, not unlistenable. Listen, when you name it "Happy Hour with the Boys," everyone knows what they're getting into. No, no, no. We are late. We are labeling it "Raw Dog" and it with the boys. That's what it's getting labeled as. How about raw dogging happy hour with the boys? <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. I can, I can or or happy hours raw dogging with the boys. <laughs> also good. <laughs> oh god. Riley Riley can play around with it. He is the host of this podcast. Yeah. Riley plays around with it every day. <laughs> um, I hey, <laughs> I I got to I got to give him some props though. He's the only one out of all of us that had the balls to start a podcast, so 
Well, that's that's fair. That's not. I mean, I, I can't even pretend like we, we don't all have just a little bit of time that we could just throw into a podcast. But he's. I actually, mean, I've been, I was I've been talking be about a, it for months. Guest on someone else's. Yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad y'all agreed to this. Like, I was thinking about it because I, it, I was like thinking the other day, and I was looking, and I figured out on like, it's it's not that hard on Zoom just to hit record and then like the steps of like saving the file. And I was like, shit, before I go to Korea, like, I want to try to get one in just to try it and see how it works. Um, well, Riley, what you should do is we've been going so long now, you should make it a two-part episode. Yeah. But I, I actually, I might have to. When I go to drop in the RSS feed, it might be too big. I mean, that, that'll, that'll buy you some time to get into Korea and get settled. You just break it up into two episodes, release them a week apart. I would, I would say find a, good, uh, find a good place to, like, cut it up if you are going to do that. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to schedule times where we can all get on when he's in Korea. I mean, oh, yeah. I know the time will be insane, <laughs> but we're gonna have to figure a way out. Oh cut yeah, it, get Riley, Riley, cut it right at the Jacob's meat comment, and then you know start the next episode with that. I don't remember <laughs> the next episode with that. Yes, that would be. I don't remember the Jacob's meat comment. What was that? You, you were in the bathroom. You for it. That's the best part. Yeah. Oh shit. We're gonna have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah this should part. definitely be a this should definitely be a two three part episode and then a month down the road we'll reconvene and do another raw dog happy hour with the boys we get, i mean we can make this a regular thing maybe that's the name of the podcast the raw dog happy hour <laughs> <laughs> there it is the raw dog happy hour i'm i'm, I'm all about it I've been advocating for Wild Dog to be in the in the title the whole time, so let's do it. Also, we're burning, bridges, we're burning bridges with Uncle Riles, featuring the Raw Dog Happy Hour. <laughs> How does that not work? That's brilliant. Oh my god! No, this is perfect. I thought I was going to have one or two beers for this, and I fucking I'm almost done with the goddamn second. The luckily at the hotel they sell, so we gonna be able to go down and grab some. Yeah, we're gonna have to take a we're gonna have to take a pause while Riley goes and buys beer at the front. No, I'll wait till I'll wait till we're done. I, uh, I've already. I mean, hell, this game's only ten minutes in the fucking second period. I mean, so the Yankees game's in the seventh inning right now. I keep forgetting you guys are an hour ahead too, because I'm back here and I'm like, oh, it's only eight thirty. I'll just keep, you know. Oh, by the way, she was supposed to get mad Andrews. Yeah. Uh, Colby was like, I really see those names get treats. Yeah, shit, Ma. Well, I, I'd say anything, uh, probably about that time to wrap it up. Any closing comments or last last parting words before we hit the uh, stop record and, and, and call it a day? Ooh, we're calling it a day already? <laughs> <laughs> well, just recording, I guess. I don't, I don't know how long y'all want to stay on, but um, thanks for the opportunity, Riley. That's all I got to say. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm I'm glad you all came on. I think it's cool. It's that, and that's the kind of the reason we're starting the podcast. Hey, I think there's a lot of people out there that will have a lot of good things to say. And so, hey, sometimes just gotta start a Zoom chat, hit record, and then post it. And you know, who other other people can listen. You you never know who will enjoy you know getting a kick out of listening to us talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, been a while since I've seen you. Just let me know when you want to get on again. I'm always I'm always down to get on Zoom. Yeah, well, time difference not a, not a, not a big deal. It'll probably be more like a weekend thing. So, like over there, so what is it? It's 
Tuesday right now at 9.30 your time. Uh, over there, it's it's uh, 10 a.m. on a Wednesday. So, like, we'd probably have to do, like, a maybe a Sunday or, like, potentially, like, a day where oh, I would yeah, yeah. we do it on a Sunday, you know, which there's plenty of four-day weekends we can figure it out. We can definitely figure it out. <laughs> or I mean, it would be it would be a Saturday evening for us, and then a Sunday morning for you. So and, and I and I'm not I'm not opposed to to doing it like fucking. Um, if you guys get off work at a decent time, where it's it's, let's say it's four p.m. your time, uh, and then it's fucking you know five a.m. over in Korea. I don't mind getting up, fucking ripping a, a big coffee and doing a fucking podcast because we don't over there. I won't have like PT formation. So like, I just have to be at work at nine. I don't have to like show up at six 30 for a PT formation. So like I can, if there's a day where it's like, Hey, I'm going to work out at night. Um, I can wake up in the morning and sit and do a podcast with y'all. Hey man, if I'm like, if I'm on vacation, I can't guarantee that I'll be up at 4 PM. <laughs> Shit, ma. You'd be blackout drunk by then. Hope so. So be sleeping. What are you eating? Sticks. She's back eating sticks. You little asshole. Sorry, right, my dog's being uh, an asshole. She's eating sticks again. She was too good earlier today. Now she's gotta be an asshole. Yeah, my, my dog's a model, by the way. She she just she just went through her first photo shoot, um, and now she was so good through her photo shoot that she decided she's gonna be a fucking asshole tonight. Oh, copy. Good little pup. Oh. She really got, did have a photo shoot for she's got, Serta Pet Beds and yeah. Kelvin Craft Cookies. Yeah. God, oh, literally. Yeah. Beautiful. And and was great through that and has gotten so much extra food today. And now she's like, you know what? I'm just going to start eating sticks again so that I have diarrhea because fuck you guys. <laughs> Damn. Hate to see it. Well, I'd say, do you guys, do you guys massive want to now too. You guys Y'all haven't seen her in a while. She's massive. Do you guys want to stay on after hitting, uh, after I hit pause? Or are you guys good for, I don't know. You guys trying to get to bed or what? Yeah, I'm. I, I'm gonna go get another beer. I'm. I'm down to stay on if you guys. That's what I'm saying. I'll probably hit stop recording, but I'm gonna go down to the fucking the the lobby and get a, a couple, maybe another beer or two. And they have hot pockets and shit down there. I don't have nothing in my fridge because I didn't stock up because I'm leaving in a couple of days. Riley doesn't want the three of us to be on our own. He's afraid of what will get said without him. I don't give a shit what you guys will say. <laughs> he, he can cut it out. He'll, he'll get he'll get some more meat jokes. 